0: Disney Channel move. Hello, everybody. Welcome to D Comedy, our rewatch review, whatever you want to call it, podcast. This month, your D-commentators are me, Lucas, and me, Emma, and we are here today to talk to you about the Disney Channel classic. Uh, ready to the, run? This is
1: the most forgettable title. I could it's not ta- remember. It's a bad it. title. I, but the second that I I know I picked it, and then like I was trying to watch it, and I was like, "What is the name of this movie?" Like, I knew it was a horse film movie. Mm-hmm. Could not for the life of me remember the title. Watched the whole fucking movie. Still like when I was trying to describe it to my friend earlier, I was like. I don't remember what this movie was. Well, not called. only
0: that, I feel like there's a couple other better titles that could pull. The confidence of horses, I think, would have been a great title for this.
1: The confidence de Cabeos?
0: I didn't want to attempt it, but I fucking nailed it. I, well, you, know, you still said confidence. I don't remember Spanish of <laughs> I think it's like confidenza. Anyway, uh, we're talking about ready to run it's today. It's credenza. Confidenza, I think, is what it was. Not credenza. <laughs> Um, we're talking about Ready to Run today.
1: Confianza. Ah, that
0: was close. A movie that I knew nothing about except for horses and has, I don't know if we should say it explicitly because it comes really fast. So we'll talk about it before we get in the movie. Has a certain decision that made is that, legit nuts. that it really threw the whole thing off for me.
1: I am telling you, Luke, I'm, we need to jump into this movie. Yeah. We need to jump into it. I, first of all, the description on DCO, D comedy on Disney. Plus. Yes.
0: We've bought Disney plus. <laughs> and
1: this is our announcement. We're not even doing ads. We actually went from before ads. We jumped, we leapfrogged and bought Disney plus. Yes. At Disney. Anyway, the description on Disney plus sent me into a different dimension. You open this movie and it's like, despite her father's horse race related death. Yep. And I was like, Holy shit! We're in it before we bat- even yeah, in we're, it. Here. We're, we're here. We're in it before we even. I in said it. the same
0: thing. I was like, okay, we got a dead parent, died tragically. We got a weird a specific sport. We're also, all the here. star
1: of this movie is Chrissy something, Chrissy Perez I think. Perez, er. and I said that's that's a very nineties. name. you don't hear a lot of Chrissies anymore.
0: I also appreciate that it's a fully Hispanic family. Like they, yeah, and it's, it's just also like, most
1: of the actors. They're not just they're all like Puerto Rican. Like oh. at the end of the day, they truly casted a. Like a bunch of very solid Puerto Rican actors, which I thought was like very, they were very good. refreshing. Did this girl like quit acting after this movie? Like, I don't believe she,
0: I When I went on the IMDb for it, she does not have a photo on her IMDb page, so it leads me to believe uh, she hasn't had the strongest stay in the limelight.
1: That's what leads you to believe it. Uh, other than that, we haven't seen her in anything else. Well, ever. I, well,
0: it's, but it's, you know who this movie does things. star,
1: you guys? The love the of the my guy from Veronica Mars. Life, Jason Doring. Which took me a Please long time to realize Logan. that was him. You I get, recognized it. in
0: know, get a shot of his face until like a bit in and then i was like oh i think that's logan from veronica mars guys
1: i will talk about how fairly in love i am with this person i'm aware in this movie he is probably 15 i am not speaking about this movie i'm speaking about this man as a legal consenting adult in veronica mars but i am you mean a high schooler in Veronica mars. with it well, I mean, I don't <laughs> I'm obsessed with this man. I can't even describe it. I I love him so much, and like I this his character in this one-dimensional, bad. Also unnecessary, to do, unnecessary, nothing to do. And I was like, he's the standout, and
0: he <laughs> he has the most personality of anyone in the film, I, easily, completely. I, like I will say, as much as I thought Chrissy Perez was fine. I thought she was fine. I thought she was kind of low energy. She I thought, was
1: like could have been. She felt like a placeholder. Could have
0: been better. Could have been worse to me. She yeah. was very middle of the road. But yeah, from that description on Disney Plus, I thought we were in for a very different uh, movie. No, 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 very standard kind oh. of like uh, okay. So it's about a kid. She wants to do the sport her parent Dad died did. doing. Her parent did and was great at, but unfortunately, tragically passed away. And she's gonna have to overcome that with her own family.
1: Then the credits start rolling, and I see the thing voice yep. talents. And I write in my notes: Is this horse gonna fucking talk?
0: So I, when I saw voice talents, and then
1: I saw the name Sinbad, so and I said, this horse is gonna talk.
0: So I said to myself: I see voice talents, right? And I think, oh they must be listing the people they're getting to do the race announcers because you need to hire a specific kind of actor for that. Wow, you like. are
1: so nice.
0: Well, so then I see Sinbad and I'm like... You think like,
1: Sinbad's not... I And
0: then I'm like, oh, Sinbad's in this movie. That's pretty weird. Also, and then,
1: nothing places this movie on a timeline more perfectly than Sinbad being in the voice cast. Well, yes,
0: very much so. But then... I see Sinbad. I take a note that Sinbad is in this movie and never once in the entirety of the film do I question why Sinbad hasn't shown up yet. I never stopped to think, oh yeah, isn't Sinbad supposed to be in this? I just totally forgot that that was a credit, but that is how the oh, movie you starts. you didn't
1: notice Sinbad? No,
0: I can't As say that. Ho- the
1: Hollywood horse?
0: I, I can't say that. I, I thought I
1: Sinbad was going to be the main horse. It's actually an insult. Sinbad in 2000, Fire her agent. The fact that Samet isn't the main
0: horse is nuts. Yeah, that's a little rude, I think. It's
1: absolutely nuts. He's like a secondary Horse. He's not, he's not even a, the main. Rival. He's not even the bad guy. He's not even the bad guy. At the end, it's a the different horse. Guy.
0: Even though Hollywoods. I feel like that's why we see Hollywood the most. Yeah. Spoiler alert: the horse freaking we talk. We'll talk about it. So we see a bunch of opening credits over horse racing at uh Sonora Downs, that takes place in Sonora, California. I love that
1: they placed us geographically, uh, and they even place us in Sa- in San Diego for the final race. They love somewhere their to Santa Clarita. Santa Clarita. <laughs>
0: Um, even though this was filmed in New Zealand, which I thought didn't feel immediately like New Zealand, like it generally does. Sonora Downs, Sonora, California, just a bunch of like horses, you know, going up to the starting line into the gates. And I immediately said like, this must've been a nightmare to work with all of those horses on this freaking movie for this low budget Disney channel movie.
1: I had that exact thought. Not even that it was a nightmare. One of my notes was actually like, this seems expensive. Like like, horse shit guys, spoiler Expensive, like that is a very expensive thing to film. It's an expensive sport. It's it's expensive to get riders that can do like that. That Mm -hmm. the fucking circus riding that they have, they really
0: impressive. Really.
1: (laughs) Absolutely the best part of the movie. Yeah,
0: a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I
1: would have watched that for three uninterrupted hours. But, like, that's not cheap, getting someone that can do that.
0: So the credits are going. We see a race start. Um, something that is funny, and I don't know if you picked up on this, is the guy who runs the races. They get the horses all in the gate. One has a little bit of trouble. Uh, its name is Thunder Jam. When we And get this, this was goes on. my
1: first note, was that... The best part of horse racing, inarguably, is the names. Like, the names of horses are so fun. Thunder Jam is, like, such a middle-of-the-road name. They
0: went a weird way with the horse racing names, where they're not, like, stuffy and annoying, where it's like, oh... Prince of Realm. War
1: or Commander. Yeah, yeah,
0: something like that. They,
1: Prince of the Realm. Yeah, shit said, like that. Like, like, I love that shit. She
0: said, yeah, well, I, for me, that's just kind of boring. So they go a little sillier with it. There's Thunder Jam. My personal favorite is Wookiee's Cookie, which is just nothing.
1: Amazing. <laughs>
0: it's just, I don't know who came up with that. What
1: is Sinbad's name? It's like a doc Hollywood or it's, it's
0: Hollywood, but it's short for something. It's like, it's, it's like Hollywood
1: like like Forever Cemetery. I don't remember.
0: It's, it's a thing. But what I was going to say is, I don't know if you noticed this, but the race starts, and I think they couldn't show a starting gun because it's a Disney trailer. So he just waves a flag.
1: <laughs> I literally, you're smarter than me. I have the note. why the fuck is there not, not a gun?
0: I think it's because it's says you, well, you can use it. There's a bell too. Like in Seabiscuit, they have to train them on a bell, but
1: there's none of that.
0: No, well, you, you hear the bell when the race starts. But I don't see it. You don't see it. Yes. Ah,
1: oh, guys, this movie did just make me want to rewatch Sea Biscuit. I fucking love. C-Biscuit. I also like. I love. Like, I, I like I K. also McGuire's like. Uh, best
0: also like Secretariat. I think is a good. Do you want
1: to have something nuts?
0: What they reference Secretariat?
1: They reference Secretariat in this movie. The guy that plays the bad guy. No, the good guy. What's his name? Oh, Machado he's in
0: Secretariat.
1: Oh, how funny. Ten years later, he, does he just, like, love horses? Does he have horse I think he.
0: I think he has a cow, cowboy face. Like, he's just you're right, like, that you're right, you're right. look, looks like a man who's handled some horses in his time. But so the race t- s- kicks off, Um, but Thunderjam, the horse that was having trouble in the beginning, doesn't um, get out of the gate. Doesn't get out of the gate. Literally just stands sitting there, which, like, does that happen ever? Like... It must. I, I guess. Like, I feel like there's
1: sometimes You're get, gonna realize, folks, I hope that I, I'm sure there is some avid Horse race person on this podcast. I know literally nothing about horse racing, but if it wasn't in Seabiscuit, I don't know. And um, I my ass is gonna show fully because I I'm not sure. Does that happen? I don't know.
0: I don't know. Well, I feel like there's definitely times where like, oh, he's struggling to get out of the starting gate, kind of and, like he gets spooked by the gates opening, whatever. Like I feel like that would happen. But I feel like the fact that he just sits and does not move for a solid like 30 seconds is yeah. is a little over the top. The race takes off. He eventually does leave the gate. We see. One of the horses gets in an accident. The rider gets thrown. That
1: footage that they use, that is definitely from some other race. Did you realize that? No. So they... they, they
0: Some of it's definitely stock footage, yeah.
1: Disney, while I think did actually pay some money for this horse movie, they're not going
0: to... Staging whole races.
1: They're not staging whole races, and they're also not going to have a, someone get bucked. Like, that. that is a in the middle of our so that's like mm. a very tough stunt like yeah. that's that's a crazy stunt and I think they got that footage is so grainy of the actual bucking like it's it, it fully looks like it was shot on a Kodak like fucking film disposable like and I think they found that footage of a bucking in a race bought it and then retrofitted that race to look like that footage
0: it's very possible I there's definitely a lot of logistical problems also I'm sorry we did we do actually meet um, our main character before the race kicks off Corey who is uh riding horse Corey uh, Ortiz she is helping a horse get into the gate and the guy running the races is like oh is this the new jockey for Machado's horse and she's like no he's just a stand in oh he should let you be a jockey and she's like I'm trying which rose several questions to me which is that can can children be
1: jockeys here's the thing i got really deep into jockey articles based on this <laughs> i thought uh, you were
0: gonna say the jockey community right
1: i was unlike jockey reddit i'm not kidding this movie raised first it raises a question for me of like why are there not more female jockeys it is literally not said there's not and by the way i did a full deep dive in this i actually am informed they have done studies There is no performance difference between men and women jockeys because Mm. it it is like it is a
0: patriarchy. It is
1: very physical. Like you obviously need to you know be on this horse, but it is a sport where the advantage comes from being strong and small. Yeah,
0: you think women
1: are actually naturally smaller than men so there actually is not a difference between male and female jockeys and fully every study is like they can perform just as well as men it's, sure. not like, it's not like a tennis thing where like their serve would be faster and you have to would have to split them up based on gender the only reason there are not more female jockeys is fully just because of the patriarchy because mm. horse racing is like a full toxic sport. community yeah. and a completely male dominated bunch of little
0: guys on and like every, human growth hormone or whatever and
1: every woman that has like wanted to get into it says she's basically been like squeezed out and like there's like bare, barely any Any female jockeys in the world? That is a fair thing that I wish they had gotten into at all in this movie. It's not even. Oh, there's never reference that she's a woman. woman, It's never talked about that she's a woman, which is a cool but the problem for me is that she's a child she's a
0: child is the thing she's supposed
1: to be 14 and this is everything that I did read on those jockey articles makes it abundantly clear incredibly dangerous oh of course it is it's horrifically dangerous oh absolutely her father died doing Yeah. This. she is a child and I believe that they would not let a child do this horrifically dangerous sport
0: 100% that's what I was wondering is there an age limitation on jockeys you have to be a certain and also because then I think it's a dis... you're talking about you... it's good to be small and like tiny children are great at that but it's you know, incredibly dangerous I feel like you have to set a certain age, just to keep it in yes. you know, a level playing field, because
1: it's also like this isn't like a backyard game. Like, no, this, this is,
0: is a you know, this is a real racetrack yeah. kind of a thing. Although it is kind of referenced that you know the races going on here aren't exactly like it's, it's not like the most prestige. We only get like a prestige race at the end or whatever. But yeah, horse the horses take off, guy gets injured. Um, there's also like something that kind of threw me. I don't watch a lot of horse racing. I think Emma has actually seen more than I do. But like the ambulances, just like there's like ambulances just following the horses. That happen in every race. Dude, just... I had the
1: same question. Keep in mind, I guess I went to the Kentucky Derby four times. Yeah, I was so drunk. I have no. I, I, I only <laughs> saw the horses once.
0: That's um, why I was so confident you'd see more horse racing than me.
1: I think I saw horses once or twice, but I don't know about that ambulance.
0: Because you know, there's like multiple ambulances just slowly like following a few like fifty feet behind the horses in case something happens, which is good because we see a guy fall off and he's fine. But like I was like, Dude, is that? I feel like in the races I've seen. That is not a thing. But so race is over. The Thunder Jam actually doesn't come in last place because the the horse no horse that bucked yeah got bucked and we cut to the stables afterwards. The horse that bucked is getting looked over by a vet and we see a guy and I will say
1: I don't and know. I was like the the rich villain man yes he has a line that's it's like I don't do riding ponies and then I wrote a joke in my notes that's like send it to the glue factory and then that is literally what happens.
0: Yeah, I will say I,
1: the fact that they say that in a Disney movie is oh, legit not.
0: That's what I was that's my thing, is I think They, they
1: say cut her up I, for horse meat.
0: Yeah. I, which I,
1: is it's fucking it's messed nuts. up.
0: I think I really respect the fact that they just go one hundred percent hard. They on don't this gloss guy. over the they way
1: that also horses are treated. Well yeah, but also just Cut her up for horse meat. Can you say that? Well, also
0: just this guy in general being like a detestable villain, they always he's have
1: ostensibly a, a murderer. Yeah, and he's
0: always chomping on a massive cigar. Like if you when like when you load up the is
1: the reason her dad is dead yes. they revealed they it. never they
0: never really unpacked that for the record but like literally throughout the whole when they load up this movie um and the little like content warnings appear like with the TV G is there a, a
1: horse me warning
0: no there is uh, for tobacco use since cuz this guy is always smoking a massive cigar like he's the most like villain coded villain of all time where he's just like, hey, I don't want to pay insurance money. so I Give it to the glue factory kind of a thing. So Corey, our lead... I
1: didn't understand what an injury certificate was. He's like, get an injury certificate and then he literally immediately explains that that is going to allow him to cut her up for horse meat and get insurance money.
0: Yes. Um, they,
1: also that's, your, that's also like the first thing they're introducing in a
0: kid's movie. Yeah, they're it's very like, they're very cavalier scam. about horse death in general. Well, it's not a scam. It's just that like a very callous thing to do to just be like, I'm going to to see the horse only as money kind of a also, thing. Also,
1: then we meet Machado, and like, I enjoyed this performance. And yeah, I think he's good.
0: I think he's the most solid of everybody. Yeah,
1: he's the most solid performance for sure.
0: So, our lead Corey sees this discussion about the horse dying, and Machado comes over, and she's like, Is he just gonna kill that horse? And Machado's just like, Yeah, you know. He's gonna kill
1: that horse. Yeah, what are, you,
0: what are you gonna do? It's not our horse. And she's like, Yeah, you're right. Like, that was what I was gonna say. They are very cavalier. About horse death in this movie. Oh, absolutely! Where like literally they they're using it terms like glue factory. Chop I'll the shoot it right head, now. Shoot it right now, like I will shoot you, kind of in the head. And I was like, Jesus, guys! What is he he
1: threatens that we, horse. Yeah, death? Have, yeah, the machado, horse, the guy we all a like. But this is the hero of the movie. And also, by the way, a horse that we have now deemed sentient because it's speaking. Yeah. He goes, I will shoot you in the fucking hell! yeah
0: he's like i will shoot you myself and i was like jesus machado anyway so yeah she's she has to make peace with the fact the horse is gonna die because they don't own that horse it, the um, villain
1: owns that horse
0: yes oh yeah also for the record the villain owns thunder jam, thunder jam as well his name is Garrus. Well, i don't know if we said it and and the horse that machado is racing and that cory helped in the gate he finished poorly like his horses are always losing. Garris's are generally winning. But Garris owns more of them. Yeah. Um, but just Thunderjam is kind of his one loser horse. But he's like, okay, you know, uh finish sweeping the stables or whatever. And then you can head on home. He pays her like what $5 seems, to, seems to be $6. For
1: like shoveling mass amounts of horse shit.
0: Yeah, like this is her job. She's been also, doing do it for they, two years. Also, do they
1: ostensibly live above the
0: horse they, they, track? They're across the street from the horse track, which is also where the stable is, weirdly.
1: And um, also like, this is the craziest part of this movie. I have to jump ahead a little bit. So sorry, spoiler alert, guys. They live ostensibly above this horse track. Incredibly, it must be super loud. Oh, and smell like horseshit. And smell like, and smell like literal <laughs>
0: And then at the <laughs> end of the movie. And then
1: in this part where you see her go home, she's talking to her mom, her abuelita, and then her brother, and you, her dad is dead. But you see this, like, this, you know, Pine sky wishes her for her to, like, own a home. And, <laughs> yeah, like she has, like, a real I, estate What, what thing. I assume to be, like, a subdivision. I'm like, oh, that's, so, like, she wants to move away from the racetrack because this is not a good place to live. When she does win, oh, half million dollars. <laughs> she builds her house next right, to next, the racer, right, right next
0: to the racer, right next to the stables. And I said, it's going to smell like horse oh, shit all the shirt. time. All
1: the time. And also so loud. <laughs> Jason Doring is DJing outside of their home.
0: Oh, we'll talk about that. We also get some lip service page. She's been doing this for him for two years. Um, she's trying to convince him to let... Her be his new jockey he keeps saying no your mom would never allow you're it you're
1: literally too young you're
0: also too young That's he not doesn't say that
1: no one no, ever brings not, up the fact she's 14
0: never really a problem but he's like finish up here's your six dollars which is what apparently I pay you a day <laughs> for a day's work for a day's work go on home so she goes home we meet her whole family I was originally very like oh I don't need a little brother character in this movie actually I don't kind of liking Gabby I um, actually
1: liked him I, I also thought it was fine. bold that his they name is Gabby they don't spend I'm, I'm assuming a shirt for like Gabriel, Gabriel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they don't spend too much time with it which is fine like had he yeah. had he been like an annoying like plot line that i had to follow or like doing like little brother jokes the whole time i think that when he is utilized he is completely enjoyable he's, yeah
0: totally I, I actually really like everyone in the family i like the abuelita
1: love uh, the mom the, the mom is stunningly gorgeous she's like the most beautiful woman well, ever, that's why she has.
0: that's well i mean that's also what Machada says is the most beautiful woman he's ever seen <laughs>
1: no it, well you don't know that it's a, that's it that's a third act reveal
0: Also, we'll talk about later. I there's some stuff. One of the
1: things that I would like to say, um, whoever did the hair on this movie should be shot in the fucking head like Like a horse. horse. Because (laughs) literally, the way they do this poor girl so fucking dirty, she has beautiful curly hair. They do not know how to style that into a good-looking braid because her hair looks fucking heinous the entire movie. Meanwhile, the mom's looks gorgeous Mm. and amazing. They have the same kind of blowout. but curly hair, they had yeah, the yeah. same kind of hair. I'm like, you know how to do it. You did it for the mom, but you're just letting this poor girl out to fucking dry. <laughs> her, she has like a wet Jerry girl. It's
0: horrible. It's the entire great. movie, and the it. mom's
1: hair looks perfect.
0: So yeah, she goes and puts her money away in her little lockbox of dreams. They sit down and to then dinner.
1: you see the, the, the home brochure. She's trying to buy. Her yes.
0: Dinner. And then they sit down to dinner. Um, also, I also also
1: really like the fucking idea that the grandma has like a gambling problem. Yes,
0: but she because can't afford to actually. She,
1: well, no, like it's, I've read that as like, she definitely had a gambling problem. But she's not allowed to actually gamble. So she bets toothpicks on yeah. the horses. So she
0: just got a big jar of tooth- toothpicks. Yes. And whenever she loses, she like throws them in there. She's all yes. upset. So but one thing I noticed is that when we see Corey's room, she has a crucifix above her bed. And then when they go to dinner, they're talking about Mr. Machado. And the mom says, he is a good man. God, God, will, loves God will reward him. And I was like, oh no, are we doing another backdoor Christian thing in this movie, guys? Let's not. Also in that's her that's room, all it is. It, also it in it come her room, she has
1: shelves and shelves and shelves of horse figurines, yeah. which is like so foundational horse girl. Like I remember <laughs> the horse girls that, that they all had those figurines. Like, what are you fucking doing with those figurines? I don't even know, but that is foundational 90s horse girl vibes.
0: So they sit down to dinner and it just kind of comes out that uh, uh, Corey is trying to float past her mom being like, hey, Mr. Machado really needs a jockey. I'd really love to do do it and the mom says no not the at all the mom
1: says go be a doctor yeah and honestly team mom
0: I, i'm on the mom's side 100 she's already you're 14 long. she's already yeah you're 14 and she's like i don't want to be a horse poop shovel the rest of my life or whatever the correct term is and then i'm like you're 14 whatever you're doing right I now am, is not what you're gonna be doing I the rest am of your team life team
1: mom in that number one though like strongest argument is that the daughter is 14 and she's too young to be doggy that is never brought up no one ever talks about her age correct she's treating this like this is her like entire adult career but i'm like she's not an adult
0: yes that's what i said just said when you're doing this when you're 14 doesn't mean you're gonna do it the rest of your life also again she did lose her husband to this sport i totally understand why she doesn't want her doing it
1: it's incredibly dangerous
0: absolutely these
1: people are so blunt like they mm-hmm. it is a, it feels blunt that's, that's a, a great way to describe rim.
0: this movie it's a very blunt film yeah. it's
1: it's literally has the subtlety of a battle axe like they're like yeah that'll be looking inside your fucking headstone and i'm like christ like they, it is not screwing around the idea of death and it is not screwing around anyone's feelings
0: but the only subtlety we get is here where she storms out, Gabby goes, and the abuelita tries to talk to the mom and be like, you know, she just, she, it's in her blood. She's just like her dad. Maybe she has the gift and I'm like and I said the gift it's jockeying
1: yeah, and, I, and I'm like well, at this well, point I don't I'm like well, I, would,
0: no, I was willing to buy that it was just a certain way for the sport with the horses kind of thing because like like we're saying we're like 10 15 minutes into the movie itself at this point guys at this point I'm like oh you know what I kind of see where this is going it's a very standard setup but I like where we're going you know we've got the support of grandmother the mom doesn't approve like she's gonna become yeah. the jockey secretly the mom's gonna find out after she's been successful and I so believe
1: after, like the jockeying thing at this point I like the, the gift is being a, an amazing jockey. Yes, Her dad I, was an I'm amazing like, jockey.
0: And I'm like, this feels a little stereotypical, but you know, a little cliche. A but Disney I'm on board. Sports
1: movie. Yeah, I'm on board. Like I'm I'm you here you for know, it. There's there's one for everything. There's one I'm, for a fucking soapbox derby. Yeah, you know? yeah, I'm
0: here for it. So, cut to that night.
1: The way that would have gone absolutely fucking feral for that Crystal Pegasus thing that she has.
0: <laughs> yeah, Unicorn, she, whatever she, the fuck she has, it is. yeah. She
1: has. I would want that. As, if I was eight, I would need that immediately.
0: She has this little Pegasus figurine hanging in her window, and she gets up in the middle of the night to go see it. Like it also looks like Swarovski crystal.
1: Like legitimately, like sell that, you can buy a <laughs> house. I think I like it looks so expensive.
0: But she goes and looks out at stables across the street, or the racetrack across the street, and uh, the stables are also nearby the racetrack. I don't know how close. This uh, is when
1: she releases the horse that's going to be killed.
0: Yes, right? she sneaks over to the horse uh, holding area of the of the racetrack and goes and gets the one that's going to die. And which also, by the way, the vet did say the horse is fine. It just uh, they need, just needs some. It rest. could be a
1: riding. Pony. It, it just won't. It, it just it, won't, it, it race won't race again. again. It won't
0: race again. And he's like, nope, forget it. So she goes. She unties it, and then she goes and just lets a horse out into the world. You can't. You can't just do that. I
1: am aware that I did. Okay, so I did have to Google this because I was like, the fuck is
0: that horse going? Yeah, I, I did Like, but like, wait, what if it's just gonna walk down the, the street?
1: Sonora is in like a mountainous region, so like a ostensibly it could get into like the mountainous part of california and be free because it is like if you look like i'll show you this look like oh, this is sonora map, everybody. this is sonora and it's all in this this is this is all forest yeah you're you're, you're talking about but emma this t- is all this is all going to be there's a
0: lake there's all the stuff but you're talking about a domesticated horse with, an, with a wounded leg and it
1: still needs to get out of Sonora yeah like it needs to get out of like next gym. morning
0: I was genuinely like it's gonna like,
1: have to run past a Carl's Jr. To get like to yeah get
0: I was genuinely thinking that like the next morning they'd be like yeah we found this horse in the Walmart parking lot like, and also if
1: someone sees a horse we're like that's oh that's close to the racetrack that's an expensive horse let yeah. me return it a horse
0: ran away I was
1: at Carl's Jr. and I found your horse
0: so one thing that I I was on board with at first, she goes, she lets the horse out, and all the other horses in the stables come and like poke their heads out of their holding but They're, bus, neighing, like, they're neighing and I was like, Oh, that's cute, kind of a thing. Like I I kinda like that. Like they're all this like this fucking getting,
1: note that I have, I hope Thunder Jam is in bad. Well, you're gonna be disappointed, bitch. He's not.
0: Yeah, she lets the horse go, comes back, and then all of a sudden you just start hearing whispers of words in English, and I was like, No. No, no, no. Nope. Horse is drawing. Nope, nope. And then they it all dies out. The horses go back in their pants. And then Thunder Jam to Corey... Just it's me get, TJ get, well he says that was very brave what you did it's me Thunder Jam you call me TJ and she's just like nope not dealing with this and she goes I bed, really respect bed. her reaction yep. to
1: this this is my reaction to this as yes. well she's like absolutely fuck this she's yep, like I, same, she's like, same, I, I actually need to take the medication because I, uh, I, I I, something is off I'm I, gonna I, go I, take a fucking fat clonny and I'm gonna go to sleep I paused I, I paused
0: the movie and had to come back to it after like 20-30 minutes cause they I also
1: could, don't miss the horses They don't try. they don't really
0: try to which I understand that would have been so much effort and also when you got to put like the racing bridle in their mouths and stuff like that it would have been a nightmare I would, like, they do it the they, horse is Mr. When, well it was either that or like try and CGI which would have been too expensive she goes to bed and I'm like oh god it's gonna be a talking animal movie Yep. and well is it is it because no, it's not say. that important it comes up a little bit we'll go over it the, that,
1: which is just such a crazy fucking thing for a movie to do is to have like a talking horse be like a third thing mm-hmm. like it's like kind of not the main point of the movie like
0: the last time we saw this it's like book,
1: somewhat convenient for it's, it's
0: it's not like all you needed to do was like a, a black beauty-esque like oh she has a great connection with that horse and we would have bought it not that she has what literally later on it proves to be like a psychic yeah, link with just, all horses well specifically this horse at that point but in general she can understand all horses then it, like the last time we saw that it was in a ring of endless light and as weird as it was there at least like it factored into some stuff this one it's just kind of like her being able to understand the horse's, like, point of view and, like, give it encouragement. But also, I, I think know. that
1: the problem with it is that usually a talking animal movie would facilitate an arc mm-hmm. of, like, oh, this is a troubled kid who doesn't want to work at the stables. She already was good with horses. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like this has changed her in any way, foundationally.
0: I also thought, and we'll cover this more in depth later, I thought they were setting up an arc for the horse because they referenced multiple times. I'm just looking shock on her face. They Interesting. They referenced multiple times that... TJ's sire, his dad, won the Kentucky Derby. I think Derby. I missed
1: the first time they said that. They
0: say that, yeah.
1: And then they said it a second time way down the road, and I was like, "The fuck are these horses?" Yeah, no, talking they, they, about? he won the
0: Kentucky Derby at a certain. The, when they talk about that one later on, and he keeps saying the reason he doesn't want to run and do anything is because he's you know he's old, he's over, it he doesn't win. Because like I
1: that that made sense when I eventually heard it because I was like, "What is going on with TJ psychologically?" And
0: then later on, horses make fun of me like, "Oh, your dad won the Kentucky Derby. I don't believe it." And that's.
1: I, what I, and that's I thought the first they were setting up, I, heard
0: it. I thought they were setting up an arc where it was like that he had to overcome the shadow of his father. But the much other like thing, she had to deal with the death of her father in this And sport. I know
1: we can't get into this in a Disney Channel movie, so I understand why it wasn't touched on. But for me personally, the thing that I was like, okay, like the dad when he had like, it's not like human dads. Like it's not a one-to-one, like like siring from horses, like that thing's just a fucking jizz factory. Like you know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. it's like he that thing has a million. The Which they
0: reference later on. Do but, they really? Well, they talk about stud factor. That's not factor. Stud farms or whatever, where it's just you just send a horse there to bang.
1: That's what a stud farm is.
0: Pretty much. Like it would just like you put a horse out to stud. Mean like it's made. It's it's won all its medals. Kind I of. I had thing.
1: literally no idea.
0: Yeah, I I mean I'm I'm extrapolating this purely from what I've seen of horse racing in the Crown, where there's that whole thing where she has that really good horse and they have to decide to put him Who'd out. To, the stud, fuck, yeah. to put him out to stud. I think it just means like you put him on a farm where like he stays and then you sell his breeding rights. Dream kind
1: retirement. Jizz factory.
0: I don't like the tone of you saying jizz factory. <laughs> <that> you <had laughs> to hear it a lot more. Um, anyway, so she goes to bed and I then we got, no to, the next, we got to the next is. morning. The truck driver shows up being like, hey, I'm here to pick up a horse to murder uh, where is it? And they're like, I don't know. And he goes, all right, well, Mr. Garris is going to like this. She's watching from across the street at the Mr. Machado's stable. And he comes up and is just like, you do not know anything about the missing horse, right? And she immediately crumbles and is just like, they were just going to kill it. I was trying to save it. He goes, yeah, I knew you didn't. Anyway, and moves on. It doesn't become. Moving
1: on. Moving
0: on. Doesn't factor in.
1: Also, never, never any sort of consequences for that at all.
0: No, none whatsoever. Then a guy shows up at the stable with... Jason Doring in a rodeo shirt and headphones, and I
1: said, "Oh my god, I love this movie. This is Jason Doring from <laughs> Veronica Mars."
0: And he's like, "Hey, Machado, I've got a new jockey for you. I heard you needed a new one." And what's weird is he tells the guy, "I don't need a new jockey," and I'm like, "I was under the impression you, you did. very much did." But also, basically,
1: who is this guy? Like the the jockey is like some weird. Who agent. is that man? He's like his
0: agent or something. Basically, we meet uh, Moody, which is his name, and he's. A basically a rodeo circus rider kind of guy, like not a real. He's jockey. like a rodeo clown. Yeah, well, not really. I mean, rodeo I clown's just distracting. Lasso
1: kid countess. Clown ass.
0: <laughs> but he's not a real jockey. He's just like an experienced horse rider who's trying to break into the jockey sphere. And no one will take him. on. I
1: actually don't think he's trying to break into the jockey sphere. He doesn't seem to care about He seems jockeying. pretty chill. He, he seems to, pretty I chill. I think he's trying to get it so a check So he can go bit. buy more CDs for his Walkman. Something like
0: that um, almost a Discman. But it, it's a weird thing because they introduced this character. Spoiler alert. The whole arc of this movie is Corey finally getting to become a jockey. And yeah. this guy... Just is like the interim jockey for kind of no reason. She does become a jockey at the end. And I was like, oh God, is he going to be her romantic love interest? No. No. But then they don't what do is that. his point? There is none. Just
1: to get his, just to, just do, just to get his hands, burned, just to do, to, be to do
0: sweet rodeo tricks in a bit. Yeah. He's just like, while well, they're this and whole And say talk.
1: dude like 400 times. And
0: bro. And like, so he's just off in the middle of the yard, like doing lasso tricks and he's and whatever. Machado's just like, I don't have time for this guy.
1: No, I also had that thought. I, I was like, I also don't have time for this guy. He I'm fairly in love with this man. There's a massive needle at some point that comes up that you see. Oh yeah, he. he, he the like, the, the agent, again. He's, this movie is yeah. literally as blunt as a battle axe. The, like, I, the,
0: the horse jockey agent guy keeps trying to get Machado to agree to, to at least let the guy do a run, like all that stuff. And he just pulls out a massive needle. It's I, like if you don't get out of here, you're never gonna have worms again. So it has like worm it's medicine. Honestly, in
1: it. freaky. How it's, big that is. It's a big
0: needle. Well, it's a big. You know, horses are big animals. So then we cut to the next race. Corey is sitting with her grandmother. They're watching the horses all get yes. ready and line up and she's like looking at what bets she, the the race toothpick list, bets. what toothpick bets she wants to make but she basically just kind of backwards kind of tries to walk her grandmother into the idea that like hey so you always said my dad really liked horses and kind of could understand like kind yeah. of had a way with them could he like you know talk to them or whatever and
1: that, he, I, I blunt the pretty
0: much blunt yeah and she just goes yes there's a, a thing called
1: canonically in this movie there's a thing called the confidence of horses. Yes. The confianza de cabellos in Spanish, which is when your dad could talk to horses. When you've and heard... the, the grandma says it so matter of fact. Yeah, not she's, even a question. She's not like, hey, don't talk about this. People will think we're crazy. People, Some people might not believe it. She's like, no, like your dad could talk which, to horses.
0: Which, to be fair, also was in a Ring of Ellen's Light. He, she was like, hey, I can kind of talk to dolphins. And the grandpa was like, your grandma oh, kind of could. We all
1: could. Yeah, so. He's a big like, deal he's uh, like this, uh, go make d- me dinner. Yeah, like, don't he's worry like, about actually, it. that's not a big deal.
0: But basically the confidence of the horses is that when someone who is pure of heart and true of soul has proven themselves to horses, they will allow themselves to be heard. To be heard. And so she has inherited this gift from her father, basically. That's yes. what that is. So we do another race. Thunderjam, this time we get to hear his thoughts. In the going to the gate, we find out he really doesn't like the gate. It's scary. He hates it. Hates um, the hate. But he's saying to himself, like, I think I can. I think I can. I can win. Blah, 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 But a couple of the other horses, like, intimidate him. There. I think this is where we meet Hollywood, voiced by Sinbad for the first time, who's, you know, throwing shade at him, all that stuff. And he's like, I can't. I can't. He loses his confidence. And then also it comes up that he really has to use the bathroom. Yes. The bell rings, the gates open, and the horse just takes a big piss right in the gate. He doesn't move this time at all whatsoever and just pees all over the ground. That's this kind of level of, we're we're doing that, folks. That's what this movie has in store.
1: Also, by note, I was like, oh, Hollywood is Sinbad. I know Sinbad when I hear him.
0: So after the race, she's just sitting around with a couple of the other, like, stable hands or whatever. And Garris comes around talking to his racing manager, being like, that is it. I am done with that horse. I want it dead. (laughs) That's basically what he says. and. The horse trainer has to be like, no, you don't understand. You can't just kill a horse that isn't injured. That's where the insurance thing yes. comes up. But that's not how insurance works. Like, that's why he needed the insurance certificate, the certificate for the, oth- for get the other one. Like, you'll like you'll be breaking your agreement with him or whatever. And he's, he's like, like,
1: I don't care if you shoot that horse in the head. Shoot
0: him. Get I rid of him. I also
1: will say, like, I know this is a kid's movie. So, like, I'm going to just say this because if I was confused and I was not looking at my phone, like, fully plugged into this movie. Like, I was confused who owned Thunder Jam. I was like, wait, that's Garrison's horse? I don't know why I thought Machado owned Thunder. Jam no, no, they make it because game. they make all this stuff about like the Thunder Jam being a failure, and they're like, you need a jockey. Your place is failing. I just thought Thunder Jam was like Machado's horse. I don't know why.
0: No, I think they do a good job because you see Garrus be pissed off when it doesn't leave. And then at the end of the first race, Machado goes over to Garrus and be like, uh, at least my horse like, left the gate. Or no, that's this this race because he left the gate the other time. But he's like, at least my horse left the gate this time, even if he didn't win, kind of a thing. But he basically says, I do not care what happens to this horse. Get it out of my stables. Yes. I don't care if you sell it for a bag of peanuts. And Corey overhears that and she happens to be eating a bag of peanuts from Kazacha. And, the- she- and she's like, I'll take them. And he goes, what? And she's like, you just said he'd have him for. I could get rid of him for a bag of peanuts and hand him the bag, a bag, of, bag of, of peanuts. And then Garrus just looks at his horse trader, looks at the bag of peanuts, looks at Corey, and she just goes. It weirdly
1: feels like there there is a weird thing though where it does feel like he's like, oh well, she got me, and I'm like, you don't have, you're not held to your word on no, this. No, and
0: and and he just goes, guess what, kid? You just buy yourself a racehorse, and he takes the peanuts and goes, and you overpaid, and then walks away, and then all the and to the
1: movie. That credit. is literally the worst financial decision of his oh, life, oh, well, by the, like, you, you know how expensive racehorses. Oh, one
0: hundred percent. But that's what I was saying is I do think they do a good job of literally everybody. Else at the stables is like, that was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Why would you ever do that? And I think it's Yeah, everyone's
1: looking at him like it's legit nuts.
0: they say out loud, it's like that is the dumbest decision anyone's ever made and they literally like i think that what they're going for is that it was a he's very pissed off a very heat of the moment decision like he was just like fine whatever i don't care i've got enough horses and enough money and he just like went with it so like he just didn't care at the moment but obviously on paper that's a But really it's also decision. out
1: of character because he's like allegedly like the greediest man alive who's like a big money grubber and it's yeah like, it's i i'm sorry i'm 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 splitting hairs here i'm aware but it it, it makes literally no okay, sense.
0: okay so did you also think so obviously i mean i called it from when we met the down-on-his-luck horse. I was like, obviously, our plucky hero is going to train this horse to be a champion kind of thing. Didn't you not think that when... Thunder Jam becomes a champion, that Garrus was going to try and take him back. Yes, because, absolutely. Because, because, because she didn't, nothing is in writing. Because he didn't really sell her anything. There is no way. was actually On paper, zero. he still owns that I horse. I thought he would
1: be like, this is my horse, you dumb idiot. Like, absolutely I did.
0: It wasn't even a handshake deal. He just handed him a bag of peanuts and yes. he was like, fine. Like, on paper, that's still his horse.
1: Yes. Thank you so much.
0: Um, that never happened. That, does, that by does the way, guys, it
1: doesn't happen. Also, I love what, this race. I want to just say this. They do this later too, but I want to say it now is that when the horses are talking to each other, they like josh each other. And there was a few lines that I was like, fuck, my cousins and my brother, my both of the cousins that we grew up with are boys. And I was like, they would have fucking eaten up this dialogue <laughs> where it's like, hey, oh wait, I gotta show you something. My butt, like, like that dialogue is a joke that six-year-old Luke would have eaten with a silver spoon. I'm not gonna have, say you're you wrong. would have said that joke. 500 times <laughs> hope you got a nice view from your seat of my butt like they make so many dumb butt jokes that like that i'm an honest man i'm not gonna disagree that with that you that was the peak of luke and my cousin's humor well, for yeah, like six her years entire old. childhood six years old no but i'm saying like it, it, it is a good point Yeah, play yeah play, because I'm like with they you. will the kids will eat that up but now this we get into this thing of she but he's bought a racehorse and it's like this fucking debate we bought or, like, a zoo we bought a Fucking zoo, you guys. <laughs> we bought a fucking zoo.
0: But yeah, because we see Gabby runs into the restaurant where their mom works, and is like, "Mom, you gotta come." Corey bought a horse, and she's like, "Oh." This
1: annoyed me though, because and and, and again, it's like this is this is gonna come up later as well. But it's like she fucking works at a stable. She'll he's not like a mean boss. I want to be thinking. no, he's great. She works for Machado. He is basically a pseudo father to her. Yes, he's in love with her and, mother. Yeah. and it's like it's not like it's not like they have a very He's, like, strict, professional relationship. Like, will this fly? Like, obviously, he's gonna let her keep the fucking horse. Like, he's the kindest man in the world. She he owns a stable, and the mom's like, Where's this horse gonna live? And I'm like, The stable. That well, to, she works to, at. to
0: her credit. She's worried she can't afford to feed it because you do have to pay for that kind of thing. Like, but he's he, gonna feed it, yeah, but you're supposed to pay for that sort of thing. But
1: the mom, you got that popping <laughs> pussy, he's gonna don't, give you the horse. Don't, don't
0: say that in this
1: context. He, he wants you to wanna, bone her down. He's like, What's horse feed in the long game me he's, fucking your
0: mom he's he's six to midnight for sure i get it she's, I'm just saying. she storms into the stable being like you're not keeping this horse you're definitely not jockeying this horse and she's like no mom he'll just stay in the stable the stable is practically empty for the record he doesn't have very many horses left machado comes in and it's kind of like i mean yeah he can stay here it's no big deal also he can pay for his feet and stuff out of his winnings fair enough that kind of thing. And the mom is like, okay, fine. You can stay here for now, but I'm still not hot on this idea. Mm-hmm. And then we go to the next day. She comes in and li- is like, all right, I'm going to exercise Thunder Jam. And he's like, girl, you know that horse ain't going to race. Like, he's terrible. Like, we're not going to waste our this time I guess This was the only
1: time the movie surprised me. Was I was like, oh, like, like I, don't, I, I I thought this was a good this was like a rational thing. The guy was like, I liked this more. He was like, I lied to your mom and said like, he's gonna, you know, I'm trying to fuck your mom. Like yeah, so, so He basically like,
0: he doesn't say it, but he's like, I'm, I'll pay for the horse. He's it's paying, fine. For, he's the paying horse, for the horse. Because there's no other way to pay like, for it. Because
1: she's like, I thought he was gonna, you know, survive off his winning. Because He's like, that horse isn't racing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he is very like adults, like, making a legit sense that he kind of levels with her and i liked that i was like okay finally a realist like we've got somebody who understands what's going on
0: but she's like no no no. please let me just do an exercise run with them and he's yeah. like i was like Okay, fine. You're our our exercise rider. You can do your time how you want. But I'm telling you, like, don't don't try as much on this guy.
1: My problem with this movie, and I'm sure you have the same thing because I know you hate this too, is like every problem that surfaces is solved almost immediately. Mm -hmm. They're like, they're not going to race this horse. Immediately they see he's like the fastest horse on earth.
0: Yeah. Well, so it's also, it's that. And then also, not so much here, but later on. Is this movie has a severe lack of stakes for me, completely. which is not a, which is not a horse racing joke. Like the only stakes we have right now is that his horse stable is not doing very well.
1: It's like not but, too hot, but, but like I don't care about that really. Yeah,
0: and like that, she, and then I wouldn't call her wanting to be a jockey stakes. I would just say that's her you know goal. But even at the end, when it's like the big race, I'm like, there's I don't know why we need to care about this more than any other race. Really. I completely like, agree. So she takes him out on the exercise track and he's much slower than all the other horses that are being trained. And Machado's like, yeah, I told her it's not a great horse. And then the weirdest thing happens, where there's like this weird little poodle sitting on the side of a racetrack. Race I track. love that little brown. Yeah, poodle. but also, do not have your dog leechless at a racetrack. What if it runs? It's that? gonna run out and get trampled. Well, it almost did. It, well, no, it scares Thunderjam away. Also, we—I'm gonna say this up front, guys. We're not gonna cover a lot of the horse dialogue in I this. Ever. How could there's you? a lot of it, and it's really not that important because again, it feels like it was a weird last second edition to the movie. But he gets freaked out. He's like, "Oh, what's that?" What's that? I don't like it. Don't come near me. That kind of a thing. And, and
1: sprints away.
0: And he sprints away. And because he's being chased now, he's very, he's very, very fast. So that's why right, I, have out been like, I don't
1: understand him. TJ. Like that's so why I was like, he's just lazy.
0: He he just doesn't want to try anymore. He thinks he's over his hill. He's done with. He's got no more racing.
1: But he also doesn't seem to like racing. Like this is not his path. He doesn't well, have I, a dream of well, being that, a Well, that's what
0: I'm saying. I thought the motivation was, what's the point of racing? Everyone's, I'll never be as good as my dad, and everyone keeps comparing me to that. And they never close that loop. They never, like, say that's why. It's just that he's lost his confidence. That's all they they say. He's lost his confidence in himself. But so Machado sees him actually have some speed running away from this dog. And he's like, okay, let's give him an actual shot. And so they call up Moody. So we cut from that to Moody being on the horse. And for, like, 10 to 30 seconds, it's just a guy doing sick horse tricks.
1: I wrote down... That was so much cooler than the it's normal jogging. So cool. I want to watch a whole movie about he's like, that. He's
0: like planking on the saddle. He, he's one running one,
1: alongside And at one point, Thomas. he
0: puts his feet down and like pops up. And obviously, it's not actually Logan or whatever, the Jason Dorian. I
1: thought the double work was good. It is. I mean, it's from the far enough away you can't yeah, tell. Yeah.
0: But it's weirdly, like shockingly impressive. I was just like, that was rad when as he's, hell. He's like
1: planking on spinning around. Yeah, when, it, when he rides backwards and waves.
0: Yeah, it's so cool. Also,
1: Jason, we're going to do a little bit, of course. We're to do a little
0: bit. I'm sure they all had to do a little bit. But I mean, like, obviously, when he's like jumping over the horse at like 50, not 50 miles an hour. And
1: he's wearing headphones, listening to yes. music.
0: His whole thing is that he got, he has headphones on. He's always listening to music. And uh, I don't think it's here, but later on it's because it helps him catch the rhythm of the horse kind yes. of a thing. But so Machado is really impressed, even though Corey doesn't like him. She's like, he's a circus clown. He's a r- r- rodeo rider. And he's like, yeah, but he's a very good rider. So he hires them as a jockey, even though Jason Doring, a rather tall individual yes. and like... I thought he's pretty... Famously,
1: Doring is, which is what I like about him, um, in Veronica Mars, lanky. He has a string bean. He's a mm. very long, thin, tall man. And that's what, what I love about the yeah, Veronica but, Mars. Relationship, but she's very small. Yeah,
0: but yeah, and jockeys are traditionally very small, like muscular dudes. No, he
1: does not have the build of a jockey. No, that's
0: why I was confused. I
1: have the exact opposite. It's
0: bringing it back to Seabiscuit, where he was not a traditional jockey size. Yes. He had to do some unfortunate things to make himself lighter.
1: So They, they hurt his back on that movie. Almost, really, hindered Spider-Man 2 release date. And they make a joke. How about much it do you think Spider-Man is getting 2? to
0: keep in, get kept in this episode? Do you guys
1: want to talk about Spider-Man too? <laughs> Amazing <laughs> performance from Alfred. No,
0: I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> Machado decides to train. The, well, they all do because he's like, listen, also, Corey. Does the
1: horse hate racing, or does he just hate the gates? Like, what? It's what, all. It's, what like, is it's going part on? of all.
0: Well, he doesn't like the gates in general, but like once he's and when they don't have him in the gates, he's very fast because Machado sees the speed. He's talking to Corey and Moody, and he's like, listen, it's gonna be a lot of work, but we can train this horse to be to race to, uh, to a
1: problem of him not immediately solved.
0: Well, it's solved in a montage because there are a lot of weird montages in this movie, which I feel like is a running theme for Disney Channel original movies, especially sports ones. Which makes sense because you want to like cut through having to watch the same thing over yes. and over, but like at the same time, too many of them starts to wear on you. Um, so this one is them. Oh, Corey agrees to train him, of course, because otherwise we wouldn't have a movie. And then we do a little montage of him in There's the, so in, the start, in the starting in the starting gates and he like the, gates, and they try and open him, and he just won't go. At one point, he throws Moody off of him, kind of a thing. Like, not only throws off like. Catapults, of, catapults obviously up. it was a stunt like not even physically possible
1: my favorite thing about jason doring's character is that like which is like it's not necessary for this character to have this because i get that he was a rodeo circus rider so like it makes sense that this would be true but it's it's not a necessary character he loves dressing for flash <laughs> that know? man call him ranch Cause he do be
0: dressed. <laughs> he do be dressed though. He um, is always well, 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 wearing
1: the craziest shirts.
0: Like, well, he's wearing even like, though rodeos. he is
1: no longer in the room. Yeah, he's wearing
0: rodeo shirts.
1: And there's also like there's a fashion
0: like- montage later. Okay, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. The
1: fact that there's a fashion montage in this movie, where he would just be given a uniform, is hilarious. We'll talk about it. And, but it's like it's not just like oh he's got we see a few he's every scene a new crazy fucking shirt.
0: Mm-hmm. So the training montage ends and Machado goes in to the restaurant Restaurant where her mom works. Does the mom
1: ever get a name? Mm, I none, none of my business. Mm. Um,
0: we know their last names Ortiz.
1: Didn't know where is this restaurant. Also, is this also attached? I'm to the sure racetrack? it's
0: and everything is located in this near this racetrack essentially. But he goes in for a cup of coffee and they they just start flirting with one another. Like that's all they're doing. Like
1: oh, it, you mean I fucking usually?
0: yeah yeah. Like the thing is. They never bring really bring up the fact that it's super weird because he was like our late husband's best friend. Oh,
1: and also facilitated her late husband's death.
0: Well, facilitated is a strong word. He tried to prevent it. He
1: tried, but he tried, he <laughs> failed.
0: Um, but she she absolves him of that. But I'm saying like I think that it's implied because he's kind of holding. Is back. this like, where
1: he drops the thing about the prettiest girl yes, in the whole world? Yes, is I this because she asks
0: him is like so what are you doing when you're not working with horses? And he's
1: like, I there's this hot fucking piece of ass. <laughs> the most beautiful like it reinvents the word beauty like she is the most gorgeous woman alive but like I don't know what to do about her like like doing that thing where he's like very obviously talking, talking about, about her. the mom but in she's like coffee's on me babe like it is <laughs> the most sexual scene I've seen in a long time in a decom
0: yeah it's pretty pretty there and then like, he has the hesitation where he gets up being like, okay, I better uh, get back to the horse stables now because this is get, this is going a weird place because you are my old yeah. friend's widow. But that, that really stops becoming an obstacle at a certain point.
1: Oh, absolutely. It goes away.
0: So they keep trying to train him. It's not going well. And he's like, you know what? We're done here. Put me out to stud. This is where the stud thing yes. comes in. And she's like-
1: I love that TJ doesn't want to race anti-capitalist legend. <laughs> Working hard, overrated. Chilling, underrated. Yeah, he just wants to
0: chill. And he's like, put me out to the stud farm. And she goes, no, no, no. You will not go to a stud farm. Arm no. because you haven't won anything so that's only for winners when you you're
1: don't win, gonna be a riding pony
0: they go to well so this obviously is just for a goof and would never be a thing because he's a full racehorse. i was
1: waiting for them because he hates the gates i was waiting for them to have it which they do there i was waiting for them to have a cute solve for the gates and I was like, oh, they're going to do something. They're going to fix the sound. They're going to blindfold him or something. I wasn't prepared for him to just face him with his own mortality to solve his well, racing issue. Well,
0: not even mortality, just that he doesn't want to do the riding booty thing. And okay, let's talk about this real quick. I, we're going really getting ahead of ourselves, I know. But the reason he, Moody, always wears headphones, because at a certain point, to help the horse get out of his own head, she takes Moody's headphones and puts them on the horse. It's crazy. We'll talk about it when it happens. But the thing that's bonkers is they reference a lot that the part of the reason he hates the gates is the sound. Yeah. Yes. Would the thing, would the headphones not solve the gate problem more than the confidence problem? Because if they
1: do solve the gate problem, they solve the gate
0: problem after this. Because after he does the pony thing and sees what happens when you just are a pony going around in a circle for the rest of your life, even though that would never happen because he's a full thorough red racehorse and not a pony. Yeah. They then do a hard cut to him exploding out of the starting gate, being like, "I'm a stud," the kind of a thing.
1: You're right. The
0: headphones is just an entirely separate thing that helps him.
1: But the, but it also does help with the gates. But he. But he's over the
0: gates now he's done he's fine with it
1: but it's an issue when the headphones are taken away in the third act spoiler alert the gates is a worry without the headphones. I, either it's stated or not but it is It is a sense and, and you hear him You, I know the horse dialogue is hard because there's a million horses talking at the same time. You, <laughs> the hear, you hear him it. being nervous about the gates without the headphones. Well,
0: that's what I'm saying. I think there's being nervous and then I think there's not liking the gates. I think they're two different things and he solves the gates problem here and then the nerves with the headphones when I think that doesn't make sense. And we're harping on an unnecessary point. But basically they she solves the fact that he doesn't like the gates right here. And now guys do you know something? He's ready to run. Because Machado goes to see the race organizer and is like, I need to get Thunder Jam a race. And he's like, bro, that horse sucks. Like, I'm not, it's going to be a joke. Why are you doing this? And he goes, trust me, I wouldn't enter Immediately him.
1: Immediately solved. this problem, I wouldn't enter him if he wasn't ready to they run. They literally say, like, he's like, I will not enter that fucking horse in a race. And I was like, wow, this is going to be a big problem for this movie to solve. And then Hector points to a painting and he's like, actually, I got you a race. And yeah. I'm like, in one conversation, the obstacle, the stakes are dumb and the obstacles overcome. Is this where the makeover montage is?
0: I think we're about there because they bring him, I think they like bring him over to the racing stables after they they can, Machado gets him a race. He tells them they're all excited.
1: He, he, he tells them at the coffee shop.
0: Yeah. And also
1: they, Jason Doring's main character trait, by I don't know if we saw this, is that he's a fucking idiot. Yeah, a
0: little bit. Like yeah. like
1: he's like. Well, he's just supposed to be
0: very like broy and be like, he's, oh. like, he's kind <laughs>
1: of like a dumb surfer bro.
0: Yeah, a little he's bit. He's like, Who's dude,
1: dude, like and blah, blah, blah rodeo people don't sound like no this... i know
0: but i'm saying it's it's sort of a row in the rodeo
1: but it's like he keeps calling cory dude and she's like, i'm not a dude stop saying that and then like when he reveals the race he like thinks the race is today and she's like um s- dude it's on saturday like and he's like he's, right right like he's like not a romantic interest but no. just like a complete buffoon a little
0: bit of a buffoon that's a good word but i think there's also a scene where they take him into the stables with all the other horses why and introduce they
1: start- a teen boy start- if not to make him a romantic interest You're, there's no other use for them it,
0: there's no other use for him, literally, but they take him in the stables and all the horses start like heckling him a little bit, I think, because I have a note here, which is that all of the horses- Call him
1: Ranch because he'd be dressing?
0: No, the horses call Thunder Jam. They call him- Pokey, which is a reference to Gumby's horse Pokey.
1: How do the horses Dude, know I about didn't Gumby? Even get that. <laughs> how do they know well, about you know that later the horses can watch TV? That is At true, George, I guess, them.
0: but it's such a reference that no child would get it, but the horses get it. So then we get the fashion montage where there's just a scene of him trying on all these different kind of jockey outfits, except most of them aren't jockey outfits. Like you even if you've never watched horse racing, you probably know how a jockey dresses with the silk shirt and the pants kind of thing. Most of these are not that. They're nothing even close like, like, to joke.
1: It's it's literally like the fucking gang where like you're in a fucking shop yeah. looking for your prominence and you come out and like get deep sea diving out, and yes, everyone's like, it's like no. thumbs down. We're yeah. like, guys, we're both okay, we're both cartoonishly putting our thumbs down. Yeah. And it's like people are holding signs like 10 out of 10 or like zero out of ten, and like you come out in like a weird like hillbilly costume, like like fun things like that, and it's like doesn't make any sense. Machado would just give him a uniform. Like, why are we doing a shopping montage? They're also not at a store.
0: Yeah, it's it's just for no one's benefit, basically.
1: (laughs) My benefit, I loved it. Guys, here's the thing. Montages like this, even when they're bad, this is a bad one. They're good. It's like pizza and sex. I will never be disappointed in a fucking shopping montage like this, even when they're right. But bad.
0: it's not shopping. It's just trying shit on. Yeah, because
1: but they're he, not even in a store. But it's he bad. comes
0: out in a jockey outfit that's covered in music notes.
1: Yeah. Which doesn't... That's his personality. It's his But okay, we haven't even had this conversation yet, that he loves music. Well, we, we
0: haven't even gotten well, No, we talked about the disc man and stuff. He's always got his headphones on. No, he
1: always has them on, but he doesn't explain it yet. There's oh, their, yeah, Because yeah. I actually have the note after this. We well, don't, don't even put
0: it on the horse yet.
1: No. I, I have the note after this. This montage that I was like, this movie hasn't even given this man like one substantial line. Like, he has not had to do anything other than be a complete buffoon and it just feels like such a waste of it him like feels
0: like such a waste and it seals it's um, such a
1: fucking waste i yeah. thought they would at least bond like i was or, waiting i've been waiting for this well, we're so try. deep in the movie we're like 40 and i'm like they haven't even bonded she still hates him and i was hoping for like an enemies to lovers
0: well so at a certain point they do meet up and this is where he explains the thing which i think is before the race because he's got his headphones on and she's trying to talk to him and she still doesn't really like him at this point she's not Fair really right. into him he she's like I say
1: finally moody in her talk about yeah, the headphones. and, he, and and
0: he's like, she's like, what is with the headphones? He's like, oh, it helps me catch the rhythm of the horse. Like when we're going down, you know, a straightaway, I put on like some Pearl Jam, baby. Like that kind of a thing. Not all of the music in this movie is terrible. For hey the guys, record.
1: surprisingly, they could not get the rhythm they, yeah,
0: they didn't license one single. There is actually a song which talks about, which says Ready to Run, which I will try. Yeah, it's an original song. I will try and put it into the break. I could it not find it. It sounds like
1: bad Christian rock. It's,
0: it's all of the music sounds like bad Christian rock. That is the direction the Christian weird angle goes. And he's like, here, try it. And he puts the headphones on her. And then it breaks into a weird horse riding montage where they're just riding uh, yes. the horses around like the hills of Sonoma and she's Sonora. Wearing- had the headphones. The, the headphones and it's their excuse to play the music yes. over it because that's what she's hearing
1: but it adds but I, I also love that he's like Pearl Jam but then when you hear the music it's like bad it's Christian nothing. rock it doesn't sound like no. it's not even like an imitation of that kind of rock music it's a completely different type of music
0: 100% and it, this montage adds nothing to anything but after this is where I kind of started to like Moody and I was like alright I'm here for him I guess as long. and that's where I realized he was Logan from Veronica Mars and I was like I just need him to you know do something and be and be important to the plot and then so it cuts to the night before the race, her and Machado are going over the strategy for the next day. But what's weird, and this is why again you don't need Moody as a character, he's going over all of this with Corey, and she is not the jockey. He's being yes. like, he's like, here's what we need to do. He's gonna go around the outside, you need to come to the inside, all that stuff. Why does she doesn't need to know any of this shit? No. She's just the trainer or whatever, the training writer. Like, why, why is it Moody here?
1: This is also when they're doing this, and then I'm like, this is and this is just bad screenwriting, it's just bad storytelling, is the fact that. But like then he's talking about like their, their rival and it's like Cyclone like he's gonna do this and I'm like so that's the villain horse like I thought the villain horse was Hollywood you have paid Sinbad to be a horse and that's not the big bad like what are we the I pun definitely I, intended like who's Cyclone I have I never seen this horse I also could tell
0: if Hollywood was one of Garris's horses or if it was on the child uh, whose horse I is that I don't then she asks him point blank why do you and Mr. Garris hate each other so much and he's like well I used to work for him and we kind of had a falling out and yeah. she says you used to work for the mad meat grinder which again,
1: horse meat reference. uh, Yeah, horrible. And also we kind of had a falling out. Oh, you know what that minor falling out was? Your dad's death.
0: Yes. He just decides to tell her the whole story of her dad's death, which was Garrus's fault and a little bit his fault. He tried to stop it.
1: It's his fault because he wasn't able to prevent it. Yes. In a normal person's life and in any other movie, that would leave a person wracked with guilt for the rest of their life. And he's kind of like, tried my best. We Mm -hmm. had a bit of a falling out. And it's like, that should be taken so much more seriously. that you had the opportunity to stop this man from dying and you couldn't do it? And she should be like, don't beat yourself up. But he's not even beating himself up. Yeah, he's
0: not. Well, I think that's why he's, you know, hesitant to follow up with the mom and, like, why he looks after his daughter. Hesitant?
1: He's Looking her with his
0: eyes. <laughs> well, he was awkward about trying to move it. Once parents. for five seconds
1: and then. It <laughs>
0: goes, well, because she comes in the scene and she has coffee. Also, and she, like, and like, are we give a 14-year-old coffee? They treat her like an adult. She's an it's adult. It's so weird. And Emma, at the end of the movie, the stable has her name on it, too. It's Machado <laughs> and Ortiz Stables. I don't know it's, it's hard to notice. It's in the background. She comes with coffee and treats and is like, don't beat yourself up. Like, you did everything. Also, you could. I want to
1: be clear this doesn't matter. This isn't no. a game. But when when, when he was say, talking about the Falling Out, I go, the Falling Out was the dad's death. And then I wrote my next notice. boom, there goes
0: the dynamite. Yeah. But also, it. just like, what a thing to just decide to be like, I'm going to tell you why your father died and it was this guy's fault, basically. Because also it, the
1: mom's like, mm, I have a lot of memories here. And it's like, like your husband's death.
0: Yeah, she, well, she also forgives. Machado says it was you did everything you could for the record what happened was the horse. one of the horses had like a weird medical thing that the vet didn't and catch
1: the vet didn't catch it and Hector Machado said don't run this horse and like, Gareth don't put, said don't it's put. too
0: late you have to do it. And, it and he couldn't tell the dad in time like to not you know run yeah, him
1: too hard the dad can talk to horses so the dad should have known because the <laughs>
0: that's horse that's a really good point yeah you know, I, I- about I'm that. I'm
1: putting on my thinky cap and um, the horse should have been like, yo, don't
0: get out uh, don't My ankle is not, not feeling good today, bro. But the mom gives them coffee and was like, well, Hector and your dad would stay up all night before a race and talk about strategy and that kind of a thing. So I knew I'd find you guys here. And she leaves and the, and Hector's like, you head on to bed. And she just takes the VHS tape of like yeah. Psycho and is like, oh no, we're staying up all night. It's gonna be a long night. Let's go. And again, I was like, you don't need to
1: know any of You're this. You're not wise. To you don't ride
0: there. the horse. She
1: literally has no role.
0: But what's also funny about the him and the Garrus thing is that doesn't address why Garrus hates him. Like all he did was try and prevent a man's death. I
1: think he hates him for being poor.
0: For leaving, <laughs> for leaving, for quitting uh, quitting? For quitting uh, I uh, guess, guys. I don't know. So then we cut to the day of the race, but before we get into that, I think we should take a quick break. So we'll see you guys. Fire gun. <laughs> we'll see you guys around the bed. <laughs> I'll
1: come back and shoot you in
0: the <laughs> By which I mean we're back.
1: Literally, my note about this race is it stresses me out. (laughs) Like... I, I guess You had, like,
0: you, had a, you felt emotional stakes With this race
1: Absolutely no Not at all I was, <laughs> saying, I was Absolutely not at all I was saying um, I'm giving them Way too much credit But I was gonna say Maybe it's actually Good filmmaking In that like It makes me understand TJ's fear of gates But when all the horses Are at the gates And they're all Talking at once And you can hear All the thoughts It's so fucking stressful. It's a lot
0: It's an assault On I the senses I literally census. was
1: like I, uh, I was like I am stressed out And I have no idea What I'm actually Supposed to be Paying attention to Right now
0: Yeah And so They get TJ All in the gate He's doing the same thing. He's like chanting to himself. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. Getting in his own head about it and everything. And Corey, again, because she should just be his jockey, but is not in this scene. She's like off to the side. Like he's at the very end of the gates and she's off to the side so she can see right there and she can hear him being all in his own head and freaking out about the race or whatever. And I would argue, essentially out of nowhere and for no reason, she just grabs the headphones off of Moody and puts them onto TJ. Also-
1: I wanna i to bring up the biggest, the elephant you, in the room. Yeah. Those headphones are not on his ears. No, they're not. <laughs> Foundationally, guys, you need to picture a horse. Everyone,
0: picture a horse.
1: Everyone, stay with me. Picture a horse. All
0: right, I'm with you. And
1: then picture over ear headphones. Mm-hmm. How would you put those on a horse ear? This movie solves that problem by just putting it on his head, but that's not where his ear holes are.
0: I will play devil's advocate and say you could maybe argue that the music can get in that way. Like I'm saying I don't think it wouldn't work totally, but there's no way he's getting any of the music but out But
1: guess it. what? It works in this movie.
0: It works 100%. He takes off like a rocket. He's good to go, baby. The thunder is on the roll. Also,
1: the chokehold pop punk had on the early aughts. This song makes no sense with what's actually going on. And it's just like, they just blast a random pop punk, punk song that is bad. That's what all
0: of the music is. It's bad. has nothing to do with what's going on in the actual scene. Except for the one where they actually play a song <laughs> about being ready to run. And even then, it's tenuous at best.
1: I'm like, laughing at my notes. I would like to know if the headphones are not on his actual ears. But guess what? He runs really fast because of the music.
0: Yes, he does really, really well. Except he gets r- a little hurt. He gets a little hurt right in the final like stretch. He he like pulls something or whatever, and he kind of throws Moody off and whatnot. And again, because this movie
1: and is then secretly the horrifying, saying, he has don't let her shoot. Yeah, me. He, the horse
0: is like don't let her shoot me. Don't let her shoot me. And I was like Jesus Christ. The thing
1: that is so funny is, like, I don't know if I knew, like, obviously I gained understanding as that, of that as I aged, but I don't think as a small child I knew that if a racehorse gets injured, they fucking shoot it. This movie makes sure it is impossible for you to leave without understanding that fact. Yes, absolutely. Which is, like, scarring.
0: hmm Especially
1: like, to girls. Hey, little yeah, girls. little horse
0: girls. <laughs> you know how much you love horses? Guess what? They <laughs> they're gonna fucking they get shot! They're gonna shoot, get shot in the face by their owners. But he, uh, the vet looks him over afterwards and says it's just like a sprain or whatever, just let it rest and it'll be fine. Everyone leaves except for Corey, and she has a little debrief. She like helps
1: him lay down. Yeah, she
0: has a debrief with TJ. He's like, I feel like I let you down, and he's like, God, we've, this is. We've been doing this podcast for so long, and now we're to the episode where we're describing what a horse says to. Right. It really just hit me there for a second. the
1: mom's spying? on Yes, this.
0: he says, "You, and this you like?" Just her wife, I feel like I let you down, kind of a thing. And she's like, "No, no, no you did great, etc." And the mom comes up out of the background.
1: The mom is watching this, and this this is inexplicably what makes her realize that the daughter the, has the confidence of horses. And
0: I well, not only that, I said out loud, "I was like, wait, you know about the confidence of horses?" I thought that was like their family I, secret. I, I, mm-hmm. I like that's what I assumed was going on. Like your, your husband told you, you that he think could talk it, to horses. Here's the thing
1: that this movie just defies is that you would think if you could talk to horses, that's the movie trip of like people will think I'm crazy if mm-hmm. I talk about this, so I need to, it would be a secret. This movie does not treat that as if it is a secret. Yeah,
0: not real. I mean a little, I guess. Not enough. Not enough, and I would say most of the things this movie has, it doesn't do enough.
1: It's like a secret at a high school, everybody knows, like, and you find out later than everybody it's knows. It's
0: pretty plainly talked about. She tells Moody at one point, yes, and that's
1: what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. So, because as Emma brought up, I was going to talk about how quickly this movie is paced, but it's not really the pacing of like the scenes or anything, but it's just what you have brought up that like a problem is introduced and then it's immediately solved because like the horse is wounded. And then five seconds later, it's fine, and we're doing a montage of him winning a bunch of races. Well,
1: he won his first race, and it's inside a
0: montage. Inside inside a montage. And so by the end of this montage, by the way, People
1: are holding signs that say rock and roll.
0: Not only that, it's just people are like chanting his name and holding us. I was like, I don't know a lot about horse racing, I will admit, but I'm pretty sure at some shitty horse track in Sonora, California, there are people making signs and being like, yeah, I got to go see TJ.
1: Don't talk about her home that way. That's where they live.
0: So literally, I'm- I'm,
1: Five minutes, he's now a champion.
0: No, I would say less than five minutes. Literally, he's wounded. Two minute montage, he's now the best- Sensation. racehorse I do have to downs. say
1: I do have to say though like if there was a racehorse that was wearing little headphones that would be pretty cool and I think people would like that
0: I do agree that there is a certain I don't want to say cultural phenomenon I feel like too. a certain appeal I think I'll say to like oh there's this animal that's winning and it's doing something and different it's got a little trick yeah it's like it's like if there was like oh there's a champion racing greyhound and before every race he eats M&M's it's like wait that's why so does good. that why does that help I kind of like that I don't that. know
1: I like that I want yeah. to see it
0: so I understand there's a certain appeal for that in and of itself because that becomes a a very well-known thing. And we also see shots of Garrus being like, ah, my horses are all losing now. This horse I threw away, et cetera, et cetera.
1: And then like, he wins a big race- they have well, so a mariachi it, conga. Party? They're
0: having this big party to celebrate the end of the racing season, and the guy who runs. I, I love that party, well, by the way. Hang mariachi conga party. I remember, it did look fun.
1: Vibes are fucking high. It looked and like there a was fun burgers. time. There's something burgers. Yeah, it
0: looked like a full little barbecue in a park kind of a thing. It looked nice. Also, this is where we get the scene where it finally pays off um, the machado and the mom. Thing. I said, do you
1: remember that woman I spoke of? Think she'd like to dance?
0: Ooh. And
1: I was sweet. like, ha! it was
0: her whole time. It, it was. a reveal. What's funny is they get up to dance, and then immediately the guy who runs the track gets up to make an announcement. So so they don't get to dance well, new, all there's like 10 a, well. there's
1: a new there's a new development because of his success that happened very quickly, and I'm I'm really confused. The, he is now.
0: You look like you're struggling uh, so hard. Because he, the, <laughs> they
1: don't explain it. He's eligible for a no, big for race. The,
0: for the, the Gold Rush Derby. That's what it's called. That's in what Santa Clarita. About. And the owner of the track has entered on and their behalf. the
1: prize money is half a million dollars. Yeah.
0: Garris comes up and is like, shouts at him. And like, whoa, whoa, that's a half a million dollar stakes raise. You can't submit a broken down horse like Thunder Jam. And he's like, nah, people want to see him race. They really like him sort of thing. Because of the as Emma mentioned, pop culture-esque appeal of a horse that wears headphones. And so then we cut away to a different part of the party where Moody and Corey are talking...
1: Finally, they start to like bond and have a, a little condition. bit. But but also this is uh, this really frustrated me. Like the way they shoot this scene, like they literally cut Jason Doring out of it. Mm-hmm. I, like it's literally uh, like finally they pan it wide, but it's literally like them having a conversation. It's just her face, a close tight on her face. Pretty much. I would like to see both of the people. You to see this. more Jason Doring. Of course I do. I always do. You know one thing about me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> one thing about Emma guys.
1: Don't worry Doring. I want to see ya.
0: I, you. I know, you know I need to just start. The fact
1: that I just now made a don't worry Doring joke. Oh. is... God. Fucking ridiculous. So I'm gonna remember We're this. We're way too so, deep in. So That's fu- fun fact,
0: everybody. You don't get to see it, but very often Emma will turn to talk to me during recordings and i have to point at the microphone to remind her to talk to you guys in the microphone and now i think what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna in put my a, defense I'm, you're
1: not here
0: yeah no but i think what i'll have to do is i'll have to take a picture of jason Doring and i'll have to tape it to the microphone but you
1: also have to say don't worry Doring." Uh, <laughs>
0: that's what the text is <laughs> underneath yeah. it says don't worry Doring." okay they're talking moody says to her basically like hey you and i both know that even though i'm getting all this acclaim and whatnot for racing the yeah, horse feminist legend. you should be doing yeah because he's like, feminist i can't be racing horses and he's like no you're better.'" than me. I mean, he literally basically says I'm unimportant to this movie. And like, yeah,
1: he's like, actually, actually, like, if I could bow out of this movie, I would. I actually have actually just gotten the call for Veronica Mars and I'm getting the fuck yeah, out
0: I do Yeah, I don't need this. While this is going on, and this is the most bonkers part of the entire Oh, article. you mean
1: when a guy tries to light a horse on fire? I don't think,
0: I can't say whether or not he was doing it intentionally.
1: Lucas, intentionally. yes, he was. It's are you true. high off your ass? What are you talking about? He drops it on purpose.
0: It didn't seem like he dropped it on purpose. Lucas, to me. you
1: are high off your ass. I'm sorry.
0: I wouldn't put it past the man. There is
1: no other reading of that moment.
0: I wouldn't put it past the man because he's again, like clearly meant to be the most evil figure possible. I'm surprised. Most
1: devious bastard in New York City.
0: Sure. (laughs) I'm surprised he doesn't like pick up a puppy and throw it in a fire at one point. I
1: mean, he tries to- He does try. He does try to kill a horse. The reading that I got from this, which is the correct reading audience, the rich evil guy, Garrison, Garrus, just Garris.
0: Garrus <laughs> comes into Thunder effect.
1: Jam's stable while everyone else at this party looks the horse and very was- blatantly drops I'm doing air quotes his cigar into things. Oh,
0: wrong he goes in there to antagonize Thunder Jam he literally says like I'm not gonna be made a fool of kind of thing yeah and horses they,
1: don't fucking understand English I know okay. well, 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 is- that. <laughs> think about
0: what you just said think about what you just <laughs> but said but he doesn't know I know I know but I'm like, saying from his mind he didn't go in well, there well he's, he's an insane evil man he went in there to antagonize no he him. went in there and to fucking light it on fire listen to me listen to my wo- listen to my words he didn't go in there to listen, talk to the horse listen. he goes in there to talk to the horse no he doesn't mouth. Listen just, to yourself. Listen. Emily, Emily, listen. Let me get the words out of my mouth. He goes in there. He a you, you will not man. let me explain it. You will not Because let the me
1: first it. statement is wrong. He doesn't go anywhere to talk to a horse because he doesn't believe you can do that.
0: He goes in there to, to talk to To drop his cigar. And he finds they have a boombox next to the stable now so they can play music for Thunder Jam because apparently that's his whole thing everywhere and always that he loves music. Now, he says some vi- he puts his cigar down and he picks up a CD, puts it in the player, and is like, I won't, I won't be made a fool of kind of a thing. And then he The,
1: turn, the only other vision is he went in there to dig up dirt on Thunderdome, and what they're doing. Like, he didn't go in there just to talk to the He horse. went to
0: antagonize the horse. He 100%. went to go and
1: figured out the music thing. He was going to f-
0: spy. He was spying. Spying on what? Everyone knows he listens to music. The, but what are you talking about? That's the whole point of Headphones. And so he plays the boombox and then he picks up his cigar, puts it back in his mouth and we see just the little burnt end of it falls off. He does not drop his no, whole, the cigar. whole cigar. No, not the whole cigar. It's very clear. Uh, Are we doing do- All right, we're doing another another I don't edition of Luke pulls up the movie during the recording to prove Emma wrong. It's everyone's favorite segment. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All to say, he lights this horse on fire.
0: He he literally, yeah, he, I mean, he burns the whole barn down, essentially. I don't. We don't really see how much it's, how all well the fire is contained. This is what we were talking about. So I don't
1: even care. I'm pulling oh, it out. No, were you were
0: you, you so hard against me on this one. We were doing the segment. I'm typing as we speak. But he leaves, and then like a few minutes later, the uh, embers from the cigar kick up a fire, and we cut back to the party. Corey is telling Moody, hey, I wanted to let you know that I can kind of talk to like talk to horses and he's like cool I talked to like my pet hamster she's like did he talk back and he's like what and she just goes never mind And then in the middle of that, all of a sudden, she is... Okay, she's too far away to hear him, right? It's not like he's screaming. Because I think we're led to believe she has a psychic connection with this horse. Because she just stands up and just goes, "Yeah, It's TJ. Something's wrong. And then darts away.
1: Which I didn't realize that the confidence of horses also meant you were a psychic.
0: It seemed... seemed, Well, I mean, I guess you have to be because like we said, they don't Mr. Ed them. So it's not like you understand their horse noises. She's not
1: even near the horse.
0: No, correct. That's what I'm saying. You've developed a psychic bond like a Jedi Padawan with his master.
1: They run to the barn and Moody runs in this and weird... grabs an on-fire blanket. Well, I
0: got, not even that. They roll up to the barn and before they even go in, he just yells, fire, help! And then continues running when there's like no one around to hear him. I was like, one of you go get help and the other one try and get the horses out and whatnot. But he sends Corey to go and get the other horses, of which there appears to only be one. And I, also,
1: like, why would Cory not go to Thunder Jam? Like, it, 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 It's just truly to get Moody out of the way. Like, I, well, I think Moody it's also
0: of- because that's where the fire is the most intense, because that's where it started. So he was like, I'll go into the depth of the flames, because I'm a man, and this is... You know,
1: this man grabs an on fire blanket.
0: He does do that.
1: Palms it, guys.
0: To, to be fair, the horse itself is not on fire. The blanket they have over his back is lit on fire by the intense heat. And so it's like, assumedly burning his skin and whatnot yeah. through it. But the, but so he goes and tries to rip it off, essentially. And I don't, it's, the action is not very clear he as screams. to how, how improperly he grabs this blanket uh, in order to mess it up so that he burns both of his hands like he put why them on you an open use stove. Both hands. Also, or or and why not? Oh, what was that? He puts the cigar right back in his mouth there and walks off.
1: I still believe it's intentional.
0: <laughs> I'm not. We can't prove it wasn't intentional. To be fair, but I'm saying he did not drop his whole ass cigar and be like, eh. Little bit, he, a little bit of it, let it. and then, that though. We do not. He does not see that. He's staring dead on at the oh, horse. Oh my fucking god! Another point to Luke. Everybody, put it in the tally. Luke won the won the day yet again. Um, I think. Yet Russia, again,
1: I've recently won this.
0: We we've but we both we've had both we've both won. It doesn't sound
1: like you always win though. I said so enough. One. I,
0: I'd say I actually think it's about even between the both of us. I wasn't trying um, to claim any domination. Yeah, wins the
1: day yet again. Yes,
0: because I've won before. If it was my first time, I would say Luke wins for the first time. But I've done. It anyway,
1: before. Machado runs in and saves the horse before that idiot Moody. Like Moody's just standing there in yeah. the flames, like looking at his hands. Like a fool. Like an absolute idiot. Machado gets the horse out and then is like, "Come here, you fucking <laughs> moron!" and like pushes him out of the bo- the barn.
0: They get themselves and again like the two horses out of the barn. And the firemen show up along with an ambulance. They treat Moody's hands. Basically, he'll be fine. His hands will heal, but he but
1: he's not going to be able to ride. He's not going to be race. able to ride.
0: He can't hold them reins, baby. He
1: can't hold. Can't anything. hold on. So obviously, she's going to have to jockey.
0: Yes, because there's no one else in their position to make half a million dollars.
1: Like it's, that's that's at the point where I'm like. it's half a million dollars. She's going to have to do it. Everyone needs to grow the fuck up and get over it.
0: And so I alluded to this a little bit earlier on, but it's not only that, which is what you're saying is just that, like, they want to make a lot of money. Would not the point of needing to compete in this race... Because he does say like we could just not race him kind of a thing at one point. Wouldn't the point be your barn just burned down? Yes. You need to afford a da, new yeah. stable entirely. Yes. And that's never once brought up.
1: Never not once. That
0: Machado now is out a stable because it's burned to the ground by his greatest rival, who may or may not have done it intentionally. I would have at least liked it to have been positive. Also, that that he that he did Machado it is
1: like, no, you can't do it because of he's like obsessed with the fucking mom. And I was like, Yeah, you're already whipped. I'm like, you just got to get- I like. I hope I don't sound ridiculous, but you're a Like, let her be fucking jockey. Yeah,
0: because they're all sitting around and she's trying to break down. That like, mom, I gotta do it, and she goes, No, not happening. No way. And she storms off. And then Abuelita- And this is where
1: I have the note that I'm way less concerned about her gender and dead parent lineage and more worried that they would let a 14-year-old in this dangerous ass professional horse race.
0: Yes, 100%. But her Abuelita points out to her mom that like- There's half a million dollars on the line. No, it's that like how you can't stop <laughs> That's her. That's what
1: I would have pointed out. You
0: can't stop her forever. She's growing up. She has the gift. You have to- That
1: was that. Uh, this was actually like pretty rational when she was like, dude, like the second you're out of the way, out of sight, out of mind, she's going to do this anyway. Like it's-, it's, it's a- very like smart parenting thing of like just let her do it when you can supervise her because we're, we're, whether you like it or not, she's going to do this. This is all pretty she much you about. can't
0: really like you can't stop the motion of the ocean, sort of a thing. Okay. And I will admit, while as we previously established, the horse tricks scene in the earlier portion of the film is the best part of the movie, this is probably the best overall scene in the movie where they're sitting in the stands at the racetrack and the mom comes talk to her daughter. I actually thought it was a really kind of touching.
1: Well, I liked some makeover montage when they
0: it's had... not a makeover, but it's a fashion montage, but it's a pretty. Decent heart to heart, where the mom kind of explains her point of view on everything, but also that she's now accepted her daughter's I th-
1: her life. daughter's uh-huh. dreams.
0: She gives her her father's racing silks. How would those fit? How would those fit? I assume he's was a smaller man to be certain, but
1: not a fourteen year old, not girl. a fourteen
0: year old. Let's girl. get real. Let's, yeah. I thought they would throw in a line being like, "Abuelita, hem M- these for you or I, not?" But magically, no.
1: they're perfect. But they are pink, and I do like that about them.
0: Yes, they're they're very nice.
1: Then they road trip to Santa. Clarita, she's gonna jockey. The grandma packs tortillas.
0: Yeah, they pack the car up. They get going.
1: Love a road trip. Sure, Go down to Santa Clarita. They get.
0: I, I actually also did like that. Her suitcase that they throw in the car has her dad's name on yeah. it. I thought that was kind of cute.
1: Yeah, you. I didn't really connect
0: to the emotional arc of this movie. <laughs>
1: Basically, they get to Santa Clarita. The horse gets out, and is. I just thought that the horse is like a little stinker. <laughs> like he is.
0: <laughs> I didn't like a single thing about this horse. I'm this be quite horse honest. is
1: making pothole jokes. He's like, I. He's a like, guy. I had to almost piss myself every pot <laughs> Oh, this is when I got delirious watching the movie, I can tell. because she puts on the jockey thing, and I say, Love the pink and gold, slay mommy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I was pretty done at this point.
1: Because we know he's gonna win, you guys. They need a new bar and, and a house. No, they we none of that has
0: has been made clear. And and like we said, there's no stakes. Like if they lose, who cares? Nothing if they win, who cares? Happens. Yeah, exactly. There
1: should have been a bet where Machado like got drunk and it had bet and agreed that Garrus if he loses he could have the TJ back or something.
0: Yeah, or like take ownership of his stable or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Or you'd have to come back
1: and work for him. Yeah, something. Like, something. something like that. Yeah,
0: I don't We these, just made a better movie. We always do this. What
1: the fuck was this announcer's accent? It was all over the fucking place. He's road. like
0: French almost. I thought is, he was French too. Which is not befitting a race I was, I was track announcer. Sometimes he sounded
1: British. And then he sounded French again. It was
0: all over the place. All over the gaff. But mm-hmm. it's like race day. It's happening. Here we go. She comes out with TJ and her racing silks and everything. And that's what I'm saying, guys. It, like this big climax again race is the last 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah. And it's just like boom, boom, boom. It, it happens. It's like,
1: like, I was like, oh, okay. We're yeah. we're also, um, you have to talk about the third act twist.
0: Are you talking about, well, I need to talk about the merchandise first. No which no, is no, no 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 first because it happens first
1: okay she i don't co- think you know what i mean by
0: i know th- oh oh is it do you not mean the actual twist that he can't wear headphones.
1: Oh no, I I meant a different. Oh, okay. I actually forgot about that. Question. Okay,
0: fair <laughs> enough. Um But we'll get to that in a second. You bring up your thing. But she comes out of the tunnel, and who does she see above her? But Abuelita and Gabby, and they this have was fucking crazy. They have <laughs> merchandise for TJ, which is a pair of like you know those like gamer girl headphones that have like they cat ears.
1: Like, absolutely, that's what it looks it's like. It's
0: that, but with horse ears. It's headphones with horse, horse ears, ears on, top. on the top. Again,
1: I thought it was a Pikachu hat. At first.
0: It is kind of pikachu It ass. looks
1: like Pikachu.
0: Yeah, because they're yellow, just like uh, Moody's headphones. So what's your <laughs> thing? My nose is so unhinged. Wait, what's your twist? <laughs> the cup back. Hang on. So are... unfinished laughing. Oh, are you talking <laughs> about the horse spectators? <laughs>
1: They come back to the other horses, Sinbad, who arguably they probably paid a No, not, a,
0: not other horses. Whose horses are these? Where are <laughs> At, we? What television and goat are they getting to assist them as they watch the not, race? Not, I, I'll tell you what goat. Crumpy. Who's Crumpy? Why was that not established?
1: Sinbad goes, hey, Crumpy. And I was like, who's Crumpy? <laughs> See the
0: goat. Emma's losing your mind.
1: <laughs> Crumpy's the goat.
0: Crumpy is the goat. I can't agree with you. Can't disagree.
1: Sharing a semen is in bad horse. We need to get let out of his stables to go turn on a TV. Who turned on the TV? Crumpy
0: turned on the TV. I don't. I can't even. I like. (laughs) Who decided that we needed this? We and don't... Have,
1: inexplicably, because America's a nightmare, we have a female horse that's there just so she can be hot for Thunder
0: Jam. <laughs> it's like unnamed. That's what I'm saying. We don't know who any of these horses are. They're just... red. It's the most out of life field thing. It's like... It's like a freaking in Cars. This is my third act. It's like in Cars when they all show up at the race forum, but it's like if we knew who none of those characters were.
1: Yeah, that's why it's not like that because we yeah. don't
0: know who do these people are. Well, yeah. it's meant to be like significant and i'm like no one cares about this
1: they also all the horses look the same i can't tell what the sinbad horse looks like compared to the to the I, I swear
0: horse. to god sinbad's horse hollywood is like pure white in one and then, no, then they see a totally I, different I, color
1: different it's
0: like they couldn't even keep track of it <laughs> at a certain point um oh, we, uh, we, like, we, we, we're, we're both tearing I, up a little bit gang so she starts taking Thunder Jam to the starting gate, and then the announcer throws out to everyone, um, Thunderjam, everyone's favorite music-loving horse, um, he turns out he won't be able to race with headphones due to a ruling from... Someone La-
1: comes up to them and tells
0: them. Well, yeah, but the announcer says it first, yeah. and then they cut down to Machado arguing with the rules guy.
1: He goes... This is insane! I go, sire, your horse is listening to <laughs> headphones that are it's not on his ears. You are the insane one. Like I honestly am, team racetrack. That is not insane that they're not letting a horse wear fucking headphones.
0: And the way they explain it is that there's a rule that says you cannot use electronic devices to make a horse go faster. And Machado is like, that's in the rules because you can't have something that shocks the horse to, in order to make faster. it go faster. And they're like. It's what the rules say. We've decided it applies here. There's nothing we can do. And then you see Garrus walk by yeah. with like a smile on his face. and he just I don't goes,
1: think enough lip service is paid to the fact that the villain in this movie is the murderer of her father, ostensibly. No.
0: Murderer of the father, murderer of horses, they call him the meat grinder, and, and burn, burn down, down the bar. Dirt. Like anything would have been nice there. Oh, I know. I've got it. Not only the stable thing, be like, oh, I see your barn burned down. You won't be able to keep your business open. I'll buy it from you unless you win the derby to pay for. There we go. It's the easiest stakes in the world and it makes him even more of a villain. What are we doing, gang?
1: I already have this note. Jason during I just have call him ranch because he'd be dressing.
0: My favorite bit in here though is when the guy the guy is explaining to him the rules change. He just goes, Well then change the rules. Well, exactly. and I'm like, that's not how it works, Machado. Uh, this is insane. Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, that but what do you think? This one guy can just be like, Alright, we'll scratch it out. Like, no. So basically
1: he's like, Alright, what the fuck are we gonna do? Do you still want to race? Mm-hmm. I mean, do you think we can oh, this or is we
0: this do? is where they say, Should we even Should still we even do, do it?
1: it? And she talks to TJ. And she's like, let's ask TJ and he's like, Ha ha ha. And I'm like, She can talk to horses it shouldn't be news to you he thinks she's kidding again tj's like we, we got all the way here
0: yeah we can yeah. we tried too hard we've, we've gone too hard and again if we lose there's basically no stakes involved.
1: and uh, who cares if we lose
0: pretty much so they go in and get to the gate won't
1: be worse off than we are right now
0: machado walks him over to the gate we've already talked about it but he says, says
1: whispers to the. he horse, says
0: i don't know if you can hear me or not i
1: don't know if you understand me because he doesn't know if he's gonna which is even crazier to say it's, a, to lot, it's a lot it's a lot there's a lot
0: to unpack there
1: like if yeah, you say that and then be like this is just too old like <laughs> he goes if anything happens to that girl up there i will fucking
0: hear you he doesn't swear he says i will shoot you myself so much- <laughs> and i was just like machado that that is like a genuine threat to a horse or, it's a genuine
1: threat to anyone i know
0: but we like as humans say like oh i'm gonna kill you kind of thing but when you say to the horse i'm gonna shoot i'm gonna put myself, you down
1: i will be the one to pull the trigger and then put the barrel against your head ow tongue.
0: that actually poked me in the head. <laughs> ow.
1: Oh my god.
0: So we meet Cyclone for what I think is the first they time. They come back
1: to Crumpy and the horses. I don't want to
0: talk about Crumpy and the horses. <laughs> and
1: Sinbad goes, No offense, Crumpy. I, I don't, don't want to talk
0: about them. Did they just have, like, Sinbad? They had to have a certain amount of lines for what they paid him for or something? <laughs> this
1: is where I swear, Evan, all the fucking horses look the same.
0: I'm not going to talk about Crumpy and the horses. Uh, But we meet Cyclone for what I'm pretty sure is the first time. And he starts. The big
1: villain of The, the big
0: the- villain. The, uh, what's the villain in Seavis Kid? The movie you love? Don't know. Okay, great. But,
1: but, okay, we did meet Cyclone before. He was that. He raised against Cyclone in the race where he got hurt. Cyclone edged him out on the side. Remember that? That's why he gets hurt.
0: Okay, sure. Cyclone does that thought, side
1: move. And so then they were like-
0: Unsurprisingly, I thought that was Hollywood. No,
1: no. And it's kind of like a cheap shot basically. And they have to be prepared for it this time. We met Cyclone before, but we forgot about him because it was a long time ago.
0: So the race starts and he has trouble getting out of the gate. I don't know whether or not it's he's scared. I think they say I, he gets swamped. They
1: don't make this clear. It, it's, it's
0: a little weird, but he doesn't have the music on. And so like, he's, and he's terrible at the- He's lagging behind everybody else. Then freaking Moody- Takes his disc man and is like, hang on, I'll be right back. And he The thing that
1: is so crazy about this from just a natural screenwriting perspective is like we have waited this whole movie for her to be the jockey. That is her dream, that is what she is doing. And like narratively, something she's doing as jockey should be what makes him win. Jason Doring saves the day. No, oh, yeah. he stance. Not Try even that stance. He is the reason this, that th- well, the, the th- th- well, names can run faster.
0: Not even that. Same thing that I was saying about having an arc for the horse is which God that's a sentence. Is <laughs> that he totally invalidates that, like, hey, you know, we've worked really hard. It wasn't the music that got us here. It was our hard yes. work kind of a thing. But then he sucks at it. You're like, no, he doesn't need the music, actually. He, he really needs it. the music. Plug it in. Plug it in.
1: And he plays. He, b- he
0: Kool-Aid mans his way into the announcer's yes. box. Yes,
1: kicks down the door. Kicks down the
0: door. <laughs> and uh, just plugs his fucking Just plugs thing. his disc man into the speaker system. So now he's blasting music through the entire stadium. And then the
1: horse runs faster. It is nothing. Corey nope. has no agency nope. in this at all. And, like, jockeys do stuff, okay? Like that's yes, like it's a very hard job.
0: They even. Being, they're not even being a jockey in general, but just that like the whole movie is built on this bond she's had with this horse kind of a thing. And
1: this that does not factor into the horse winning.
0: Not at all. It was the music the entire time.
1: But guess what, guys? TJ. So wins. He, get,
0: he he gets neck and neck with Cyclone, and he does, he does the juke move that Machado that Machado taught him to counter Cyclone's yeah. uh, move. And yeah, he wins. They cut back to the Crumpy and the other horses a bunch, and I don't want to talk about it. Um, seriously, guys, w- it, like watch the last ten minutes of this movie and just see these random horses. Literally, the
1: little female horses, like I want to fuck him, like. Right? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Woo woo, is he single? And I'm like, Why is this
0: happening? And then it cuts back to the stables. They're walking through like the framework of a house. Cor- oh, they win,
1: they go to the winner's circle,
0: which no, is- well yeah, but nothing happens to the winner's circle. They just get here a trophy But it's like
1: a big thing because he never got to go to the winner's circle. And they win half a million dollars. They so do then a so half million then half. when we cut back to the stables, like Luke's saying, they're half a million dollars, richer
0: Yeah, Corita and her family have we said that's what Corey is short for is Corita? I
1: have no That's what it's short for.
0: On. Um Corita and her family uh are walking through the framework of a house being Which is like- on
1: top of the stables. Which is
0: a- Cross from My the last stables, notice: is across they can't from the move
1: away from the stables a little. It smells like shit.
0: Yeah, you'd you'd really want the good good separation there. And you see in the background, like I mentioned, you see it now says Machado and Ortiz uh, horse racing or stables or whatever. Um, I just remember seeing their names, maybe. Jason like, Doring
1: oh. has a DJ booth.
0: Yeah. In the yard. They just are walking the horses around and he's a DJ now, I he's guess. A DJ. I guess and he's wearing a new shirt that has music notes all over it. And, and he's, he's got a
1: passion for fashion. I
0: and for music, I guess, because that's been the secret all along to horse racing, is just play some music for them and they'll be right as rain. It
1: has nothing to do with actual jockeying, don't you stress.
0: But yeah, the end of the movie is literally just him spinning some beats. Uh, at his DJ table be like, oh, all right, you guys ready to run? Because that's the name of the movie. Yeah, it is. And that's, that's, that's the end of the whole thing. That's Ready to Run. It's a weird movie. is this weirder than the last Talking Animal, Psychic Connection, Ring of Endless Light movie?
1: Mm, yes. That felt more like a real movie.
0: Like it was trying to be a real movie. I felt
1: like there was stakes in *Ring of Endless Light*. There were. You know what I mean? Like the there, grandfather felt, guys. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like it actually, like, it felt like way less decommy to me. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, I, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's, it's weird as fuck, and there's like weird religion in it. But I actually think it like was trying something.
0: It was. This I feel it's like it's trying to
1: stick to a formula and like really lazily.
0: Well, no, but that's the thing is, I feel like it was trying to stick to the formula without the horse talking. And then it was like you know the what would make, you know what'd make it better is if the horse talked.
1: But they didn't think it through and they didn't explain those rules well and I, I did not enjoy my time here.
0: No, I also did not enjoy my time here. But ten
1: during points.
0: <laughs> which means I have no value.
1: On my Jason Doring app, they do.
0: Oh, you have a Jason Doring the app? End. Are we going to plug that at the end? It's
1: in beta. Oh, it's in
0: beta, of course. <laughs> that makes sense. I'll have to I'll have to delete the Jeremy Renner app in order to download well,
1: it. Well, that's been dead for years. Because <laughs> I, as we know, it became a place for people to I talk st- about supporting Casey Anthony. I,
0: oh, what? <laughs> Is that what happened?
1: <laughs> Look, I...
0: I just tried to make a reference to a weird celebrity app.
1: Negative Renner stars to you. What? <laughs> that's some, you're awarded Renner stars on the Jeremy Renner app. <laughs> Why you know so much about <laughs> I the Jeremy I know everything <laughs> about the Jeremy Renner Welcome to the Runner Around no, podcast. No,
0: no, no. no. <laughs> anyway, um
1: so many runner stories that I'll never get to. What? Use.
0: <laughs> I'm going to rate this movie a 4 out of 10. 1 for each horse I'm giving leg. it a
1: 4.5 and that 0.5 is a Dorian 5. A
0: doring points on the doring scale. <laughs> <skin. laughs>
1: The Doring scale is like the Kinsey scale, <laughs> but it's about how attracted you
0: are to Jason Doring. <laughs> how, where are you on the Kinsey scale? <laughs> I mean, the Doring the scale. Doring the Doring scale, scale. excuse me.
1: Um, I, <laughs> I'm a six on the Kinsey scale, a ten on the Doring scale. I see. actually I
0: don't know what a Kinsey scale I is. Don't I don't either. I was just that. going with you on that I've one. I learned
1: it in school and I totally forgot. Oh, anyway. I don't even know which end is right. Hang on,
0: let's go to the Google just for fun. We're I'm not a
1: six. It. I don't think. I don't know. Kinsey
0: scale. The homo, heterosexual, homosexual rating scale. Yeah, I've heard of this. Probably when I took like biology. Exclusively
1: heterosexual is a six. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm not a six. That's so embarrassing. Who wants to be a six? <laughs> <laughs> it's 2022. No one's... If you're a fucking six, you're a fucking freak.
0: No, 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 no. Zero is exclusively heterosexual. Six is exclusively homosexual. So it's oh, zero six.
1: Well, I'm not a six either. <laughs> not a zero. Wait, are, you, a... are you
0: coming out as bisexual on this podcast? No,
1: I'm just coming out as not two into, into one thing because that would be embarrassing.
0: Normally, this is where I'd ask what we're watching next month. But as we all know, uh, next month is the spookiest of months. Where Spooky, scary,
1: boys becoming men, <laughs> men becoming wolves. You Oops. went to 30 Rock I not Okay.
0: And so we don't get to pick our movie for October. Normally we have someone else do it. Usually it's Dylan or the like, but this month we're gonna let you pick it. That's right. No, we're gonna let Boo pick we're gonna, it. Sure, I'm, uh, if you really are stretching on that pun. So the day after this episode goes up, head to our Twitter, at D Comedy Podcast. You should also follow us there and uh, you'll see, I'll put up a little poll of the movies that are up for contention this year, and we will cover whichever one gets the most votes. So speaking of our Twitter, you should, as I mentioned... If
1: fo- you're in line to <laughs> vote for the October spooky movie, stay in line!
0: <laughs> okay, that's not an old reference or anything. But yeah, while you're on Twitter, as I mentioned, you should give us a follow there, at uh, D-Comedy Podcast, become a loyal D-Comrade. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, at wildfire underscore king. You can find my Patreon at patreon.com slash Lucas Tyler. Thank you so much for everybody supporting me there. And where can people find you on the internet? Under jason
1: Doring's bed
0: (laughs) oh god that's very creepy
1: (laughs) hiding (laughs) waiting (laughs) (laughs) Um, my i am on uh twitter instagram and tiktok at emma stone tyler
0: wonderful wonderful um you can also find us you know on itunes and spotify and all the places where you listen to us if you could rate us you know if they allow it
1: but but on on itunes you cannot rate on the Doring scale so that does something to keep in mind you have to use stars yeah and those are not renner stars
0: those are not stars. those are separate (laughs) stars i don't
1: want them to get confused that's We, it. i would love for you to rate us five stars but just because know yeah, in, that when in, you do in, that those aren't random and stars. in your
0: review just drop your door rating and yeah
1: you yeah. can write that in you can yeah, write, write that, that in the review i, I we'll want like, to know everyone's door i score. do too
0: yeah for sure and also you can find uh all, a bunch of great podcasts mm-hmm. on audio check it out there check that website out you'll find one you love i guarantee it but i think that's going to do it for us right now guys we will be seeing you in a spooky way very soon bye 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 dcoms forever
1: bye crumpy Hello? That was a very brave thing you did.
0: Who said that? I did! Me! TJ! TJ? That's right. It's me.
1: <laughs> That's funny. I thought I just heard you. You did. Now, this is too weird. I. Oh, man. I've got to wear a mask in here from now on. The fumes are really getting to my head. humans